This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free. Take control of these airwaves here. The number 855-453. That's 1-855-450-3733. And joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Derek J. And Mark. All right. So, uh, once again, 855-453. Lots in the news here uh, tonight. And including, uh, including apparently something happening at a high school that is outra- outraging uh, people. Derek, <laughs> you're going to tell us about that. But first, uh, Mark, there's international news uh, of, of note, and that is uh, details on this assassination. Now, this happened while I was in jail. Uh, this is, or at least the news came out about it. I'm not sure exactly when it uh, transpired. But this is the guy, this Anwar Al-Wiki? Al-Wiki, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not going to claim to be an expert on how to pronounce uh, Middle Eastern type names, but yes. He was the guy that uh, they assassinated with, like, the new powers that Obama has to just kill off anybody he wants? Right. I mean, as if uh, the president didn't have the power to kill off anybody they wanted to anyway, but... Uh, but now they're out in your face about it, right? Yeah, now they're saying, right. now they're telling you that they're, they have the right to do, the, the right to do this. Well, it used to be under the lone wolf provision under bush they had uh the lone wolf provision in the patriot act allowed the president to consider the whole world a battleground where Mm. he could pick up anyone and just execute them so you're saying nothing's really changed it's just now they're they're just a little more vocal about it yeah absolutely they see yeah, they'll be blatant about it. And the, the disturbing thing here is Anwar Wiki was born in the United States. He's a United States citizen. Um, so there's some confusion about whether or not he um, renounced his citizenship. But there were nine people killed in this uh, this raid. Essentially, he went to a breakfast, a little breakfast place out in the desert of uh, Yemen. And, um, you know, the Obama administration sent in a, a predator drone with uh, some hellfire missiles and uh, blew the place to, to kingdom come. Um, they have the ability to track on a person. But when you drop a hundred pound missile on a place, I mean, try to imagine what a hellfire missile would do to the local, uh, you know, mm-hmm. peaches breakfast place with. With, uh, you know the all-you-can-eat waffles. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna kill people. It's gonna Aww. throw a fork through your eye. I mean, it's it's crazy stuff. And apparently, wow. um, here's this is from the Washington Post. In the days before a CIA drone strike killed Al Qaeda operative Anwar Al Wiki last month, his 16-year-old son ran away from the family home in Yemen's capital of uh, Sanaa to try to find him. Relatives stay. So he's 16-year-old, wants to see his dad. When he, too, was killed in a U.S. airstrike Friday, the Alwiki family decided to speak out for the first time since the attacks. Oh, they got his son, too, now? To kill a teenager is just unbelievable. Really, they claim he's an Al-Qaeda militant? It's nonsense, says Nassar Alwiki, a former Yemeni uh, agriculture minister. I'd like to point out that the Obama administration is supporting the dictator in Yemen for 40 years, the 40-year dictator there. So this is this is a, a guy who was in his government, so apparently he's a good guy. He must have good people in his government. This is a good person pointing out that it is absolutely ludicrous that they killed his, uh, you know, his grandson. Mm. The, um, and that's uh, who was Anwar Awaki's father and the boy's grandfather speaking in a phone interview from Sana on Monday. They want to justify his killing. That's all they want to do. Of course. The teenager Abdul Rahman Alwiki is a U.S. citizen. U.S. citizen. Whoa. That's, that may matter to somebody. It doesn't matter to me. I think all these people are people. They're human but, beings. Right. So a lot of people think that it's more important uh, that uh, somebody is a U.S. citizen. I just want to make it clear. He was born in uh, Denver in 1995, and his 17-year-old Yemeni cousin were also killed by in a U- U.S. military strike that left nine people dead in southeastern Yemen. 
Now, a lot of people want to talk about this uh, situation. You know, they're like, what do we do? What do we do? How do we, how do we get out wiki? He's a bad man. He, he helped plan the 9-11 thing. He's bad, 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 bad. I'd like to point out, he's not accused of killing anyone. Uh, you know, maybe he had some level of involvement. We don't know. It'd be nice to put him on trial and find that what information out. What was he out. accused of? Involvement in uh, Al-Qaeda. He was the new leader. I well, see. yeah, even under the lone wolf provision, all you need to be accused of is conspiring against the U.S. government. It right. doesn't even specify in what it way. It could be any one of us. Exactly. And and that's it. That's how it's written. The only difference here is that it's now not on U.S. soil. But I'd like you to think about from a moral standpoint. What would it be like if they decided that, uh, you know, there, there's all kinds of bad people in the United States that are free and incarcerated or whatever? What if mm-hmm. they what if they caught criminals in the United States in the same way they decided to take care of this guy? Just drop Hellfire Missile in a right. bar where somebody's Blow hanging out. Blow up a breakfast place with your grandma in there. I yeah. mean, well, you know, it's getting closer and closer to that. I mean, the, they don't. Uh, they aren't afraid of dropping a bomb on an American. So, no. I mean, it's it's getting a closer and closer to being any one of us. <laughs> it's like, you know, and it seems to me, it seems to me if they get the information that he's, um, you know, at a particular place, that they have a certain amount of time to get a predator drone there. I don't know how much time that is. I don't know what the specifics are, mm. but you'd think they'd be able to. They have assets on the ground in Yemen. We know they do. They, we know they do. They've got at this point they've Snipers got and things like that, assets. Yeah. I don't know, but you'd think the United States military could drive out there, engage the um, you know this but guy. But why take a risk? Right, that's it. Why take why a risk not when you blow can have up some a bunch kid. of people that don't count? Why take a risk and actually risk a life when you can have some kid on his little video game uh, joystick controlling a predator drone that swoops in and drops a bomb? If it shoot, they shoot down the predator drone, nobody uh, loses a life, and uh, you know everybody gets there to go to lunch. There were lives lost. There were nine of them lost, and this is nobody murder. on the, that's the military side. I'm sorry. Thank you for for, for clarifying that. That's, that that's, just looking at it from their why perspective. Not is because this is murder. That's yeah. why. Well, I heard you ask months ago on this show, Ian, who would Jesus bomb? Yeah, and I thought absolutely. that was a that was a brilliant question because what where is the Christian outrage? Like where is the religious a, any the kind of religion? It aren't doesn't real have to Christians. Be... They they <laughs> they don't they don't really and this is one of the books I was reading no, when I was in are. jail. No, but some I just don't think they're they're seeing this news. I I don't know how, how... you can't be a real Christian and support war. Period. I mean, that's just it. So, like, right there, they lost me. When they okay. f- when they first supported any war, they lost me as claiming to be a real Christian. I don't know that that's true. Okay? Um, you know, I've looked at this up and down, and I think that the the, the original Christian movement— Jesus certain- was a pacifist. Yeah, but is this anything Jesus would do? Like, uh, Jesus no. wouldn't imagine— Jesus attacked the money changers in the temple. Jesus well, he tipped said, over some tables, right? No. Well, I mean, you know, he went after them with a lash. Um, right? You know, whipped them and that kind of thing. Um, Jesus claimed that he wasn't here to bring peace, but to bring a sword. Yeah. Jesus was an advocate of violence. The original Christians were— pacifist that much is true the first 300 years of christians that much is true and christianity didn't really pick up pick up violence as a as a state thing until about uh, the ninth or 10th century these things are all true but there's a lot the bible is such a screwed up amalgamation of, sure. of stuff that you can find you whatever you want on it. In it i understand but, what you're saying there and uh, who knows what the original hebrew was for who knows i come not to bring peace but a sword and besides that there was was it the sermon uh, where he's you know as basically said turn the other cheek sure sure right so i mean there's, there's a one lot of the most more famous in- things is a very kind of pacifist message 
Well, not it's not being taught by the army chaplains. I can no, assure you clearly of that. it's not. And it's not being taught by the churches either. No, but even the most violent Christian I could imagine supporting Jesus flipping over the, the tables or using a lash, would I would never imagine that they would think it's Jesus would approve or push the button that drops a hellfire bomb on innocent people. I, I, I can't imagine that, that, that they would support that sort of uh, I think where the, the, the split comes is the belief that these people are so different. They're Muslims, after all. They don't get our justice. Um, it doesn't matter if they're American citizens, if they're on some foreign soil. Yeah, yeah, they can be second-class American citizens here where we shake them down a little harder when they get on airplanes, as long as they're on this soil. But when they're on foreign soil and they're American citizens, screw them. Now, you can believe if this was... You know, some random 16-year-old from Denver whose name wasn't Ahulurbad Almazda or whatever it is. Tommy Smith. (laughs) If this was Tommy Smith from from Denver instead of uh, whatever this kid's name was here, and I'm I'm terribly sorry, I can't remember it, but... um, he, uh, you know, I'm looking. If it was a recognizably American name, people would have a lot more of a problem with it. Is that? This one clearly isn't, but the uh, the young Alwiki here, um, it's Abdullah Rahman. Um, if if that was not his name, people would be much more outraged by this. But because this guy is the son of a bad man, he's not even accused of anything. And I don't even we don't even know if Anwar Alwiki is a bad man, frankly, because he's never had a trial. So. Right, the government just said so. One eight five five four fifty three. That's the toll free phone number. Here you can bring up what you want, comment on this situation, or take control of the airwaves. Eight five five four fifty three. Plus, on the eve of, or I guess the evening rather, of another debate, the news is out, and Ron Paul, the blackout is confirmed. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. All around the world, people are achieving success and making their dreams come true. You can be one of them. Whether it's wealth, happiness, business, or relationships, the only thing keeping you from achieving your goals is the desire to be successful and the know-how to achieve it. At AllSuccessClub.com, you'll find the information you need to succeed from those who've already achieved it. Set your life on the path to success now at AllSuccessClub.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything via the toll-free number. 1-855-453. That's 855-450-3733. Joining you this evening, it is Ian. And Derek J. And Mark. And Derek has now added, uh, is that a suit? Is that what you call that? Yeah, 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 this is a suit. It's a suit jacket. He is a snazzy, snazzy looking man. You can see him over (laughs) on the uh, the cam over at cam.freetalklive.com. I'm doing it for you. And you can also chat as well with uh, other listeners of the program. The chat room is built into the same page. Once again, that's cam.freetalklive.com. Of course, it's totally free. The time to stand up for freedom is now. The media won't help us. The establishment won't help us. They wish to black us out. Well, let them black this out. On October the 19th, tens of thousands of Americans will be donating to Ron Paul's presidential campaign. Visit blackthisout.com to join them in the fight for liberty and freedom. It's blackthisout.com. I will be joining in, I guess it's tomorrow, that uh, 
we are all doing this, uh, donating some money. Whatever you know, whatever's good for you, I think is uh, is going to show people because it's not only the amount of the total day, which is important, but the amount of donators is extraordinarily important as well. Well, right, and also in the news here, the confirmation, according to the Pew. Politics, I think is what it is. Pew Research Center Project for Excellence in Journalism has shown that Ron Paul has received the least overall coverage of any political candidate uh, from May 2nd to October 9th. Paul appeared as the primary newsmaker in only 2% of all election stories. So... Two percent. Yeah, the blackthisout.com is something designed to uh, to change. change so I that. wonder about this. Um, is it is it intended to be? Um, well, are, are they intentionally blacking out Ron Paul, or is it that they're trying to uh, to appear relevant? Uh, you know, is it? Is it I think it's the former. I mean, no, Ron Paul I- is relevant. Well, how much Rick Perry news could people really be reading? If Apparently, seventeen percent has... of all election stories involve Perry. He was the, the most reported. He was a front runner for a while there. Paul hasn't actually been a front runner at not. You know, he's in in plenty of the the straw polls. I mean, I guess that's not even a fair thing to say. You know, whenever he wins a straw poll, they just ignore it. Maybe it's this bubble I live in, but I hear tons of news about Ron Paul, and if that's any indication about the, the amount of <laughs> yeah, but if that's any indication about the news that's out there about Rick Perry, my God, how much right? can people read about this guy? Let's go to Jay, listening in Los Angeles. Jay, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind tonight? Oh, uh, Free Ian Freeman, day 93. Yeah, actually, I'm, oh. I'm out. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not quite day oh. 93 anyway. Oh, well, I uh, just wanted to apologize to Mark for giving him a, a hard time while you were locked up did you get a did someone give you a hard time <laughs> i don't know i mean you know i'm a talk show host sometimes people give me a hard time I'm, what what i mean what, what what did you think was worth apologizing about oh you know he got a lot of troll phone calls oh there right. were some pro- yeah. troll phone calls and this guy's voice does kind of sound like that yeah i see <laughs> so was there anything epic or were they kind of just all fails yeah they're kind of fails hey one of them was epic what was it i got stephanie to call in the show Oh, you, you d- that's true. You did. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. This garnered a response so, from Stephanie. Yeah, please, uh, please give the uh, the recap here if you could, if you can hold it together. Oh well, I called and gave a completely sexist uh, phone call, and uh. basically just mocking her. And uh, she called in and responded to so it. So you you, troll, you successfully trolled uh, <laughs> Stephanie. Thanks for the call, Jay. Appreciate hearing from you. Stephanie at, so. is kind of easy to control uh, to troll on the, uh, the 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 sexist thing. I mean, she's she goes off. Yeah, right. You know, um, that's she should. Damn it. There's well, there, <laughs> right. there's an argument to be had for this being a paternalistic society. No doubt. I think that there's an argument to be had for it to be a, being a maternalistic society too. And I think that there's uh, claims that um, you know there's power on both sides. Of, of the scenario, focusing on one tends to make one myopic to the other. Let's go to Dustin, wow. listening in Nebraska. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Derek J, and Mark. I guess I just want to correct you. His name is Anwar Al-Waki. Al-Waki? Al- like, like, say the word lock, like you're going to lock something. Uh-huh. Al-Waki. Al-Waki. Yeah, I'll, I'll take your spelled. word for it. Oh. Have you, have you yeah, actually seen the word? Thank you for that correction. You guys you guys know, but maybe some people don't. The Fifth Amendment, you know, no person, it, it talks about no person, you know, the Bill of Rights are negative laws. It, it applies to people, or no, it applies to government. So it doesn't matter if he 
you know, expatriated or renounces citizenship at all. Like, that's a completely irrelevant point. Like well, the, the up, Constitution like, oh, and the creator. rights that are enumerated there are supposed to apply to all human beings. Yeah, uh, ex- but, right. but exactly. you know that American citizens don't give a give a flip about that. They they believe Some. the Constitution. A lot of them, um, a lot of Americans, don't believe that the Constitution applies to anything but Americans. And I, I agree with you; it shouldn't. But do you uh, do you see how that makes war? In fact, even the just war, this this ethereal just war that might exist um, in in some point in in, in the future, because it certainly hasn't existed in the past, uh, that you see how it makes war impossible. Yeah, it makes it unconstitutional, right? So that, no, definitely. Yeah, Dustin, anything else you want to share? Um, and Mark also said that if uh, you know Alaki had a more American name, maybe more people would be outraged. I guess this is sort of true, but not really. If you look at the, you know, the way Bradley Manning's been treated, uh, definitely pretty terrible, and not enough people have been concerned about that. Good point. And, and wasn't you know, there that other like guy that Jonathan Lind or something? They wanted him dead. Well, um, okay, so the I, the claim I was making was for Alaki's son, um, this uh, whatever his oh, name right. was, the, the the son, and if his if he was just some kid from Denver, um, you know, because this kid's essentially innocent. His two crimes are uh, having a an Arab name and being the son of this guy that is accused of these things. And if he was neither of those, then people would be outraged. Is what, I guess what maybe I'm I don't know, Mark. I mean, people. Probably it seems hard to get uh, that people. It seems difficult for people to get outraged over uh, people dying in, in far off places. Yeah, maybe. Even if they do have you know blonde hair and blue eyes or whatever. Let's go. Uh, thanks, Dustin, for the call tonight. One eight five five four fifty free. That's the toll free number brought to you by SACL CAI. People would at least look at that story differently. I think that's true. I think that's true. But what was the guy's name that uh, was the American? That it's the, Lind. Was it Jonathan Lind? Yeah, I think it was Jet Lind. But he had he done something that the government was, claimed was. He's essentially uh, the claim is that he was them. firing on um, Americans. Uh, you know, he was fighting on the other side. Right. He was the you know the spoiled rich kid that moved over to the Middle East to join the the supposed jihad. Okay. And this was a story from early on in this so-called war on terror, and people you know were happy to throw him to the wolves. But I see what you're saying. It's the son of, so that's that's the difference you're pointing out. Yeah. They, right. It, and this kid hadn't done anything. Other than right, there was no allegation that he'd done anything. Right, and when you're a son, when you're a teenager, uh, in a lot of cases, you're usually against what your parents are doing. (laughs) So, for all anybody knows, this kid was you know a a good guy. He hadn't spent much time with his father at all. He was going to find his father to hang out with him for a little while and Mm -hmm. find out who who he was and and be with his dad. So maybe he wanted to talk him down from being a terrorist. We don't know what he wanted. But we'll I, never find out. Nope. I know that he and eight other people, or excuse me, seven other people, were innocent of any you know any wrongdoing uh, by the, the United States government. At the wrong time. And they just blew them into gooey red chunks because, well, they're near a bad guy. One eight five five four fifty three. That's the toll free number brought to you by SACL CAI. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Eight five five four fifty three. This is Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. 
The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number 855-453. That's 1-855-450-3733. Here in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Derek J. And Mark. And we invite you to our website over at freetalklive.com. Do enjoy the features there. The mobile site is available to you. You can go to m.freetalklive.com, get quick access to our live streams and podcasts right there for free over at m.freetalklive.com. And Mark, uh, tell me about... The Bitcoin, which, by the way, is more affordable now than it's been in a long time. I know. I'm thinking about getting getting some, spending some money to get some more. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know that at some point a new currency will take over. Wouldn't you like to be on the ground floor of that currency? Bitcoins are a decentralized, anonymous Internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and they're basically... Cash for the internet. You can find out more at weusecoins.org. Your dollars, they're going down. Weusecoins.org. All right. So the number again, 855-453. Let's talk to Heath listening in Nashville. Heath, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's hey. on your mind, Heath? Hey, I just have a quick question for you guys about the Ron Paul and the blackout study. Uh, now that it's absolutely provable that he gets the least media coverage out of anybody, and they absolutely ignore him, don't you think that will actually kind of uh, be serve as positive advertisement for him and possibly help him among anybody who has any kind of intelligent political understanding? I think in you're right house, about that. Yeah. In what newspaper or magazine? What do, you, what do you mean? In, in what newspaper or magazine will that make a good story? If he's not getting the coverage, then he's just not getting the coverage. Is, is that sure. really going to look so good? Well, no, I think well, what's going to help his is, cause? Well, no, I think what he's saying is that to anybody that becomes aware of Ron Paul, that the, the fact that he's been shut out in so, okay, yeah, such that, a harsh fashion would earn him brownie points, essentially. Okay, with, yeah, with no, I definitely agree with that. Educated and intelligent. Is that what the, the, the claim is? Yes. Uh, for the, example, that study was put on the Drudge Report, and Drudge Report is huge. And I feel like the Drudge Report kind of has a skeptical uh, sense towards the government a lot of the time, and even the media, too. Like, he will talk about the blackout, and I just feel like, if it gets that kind of publicity and people will constantly complain about Fox News, they hate Fox News, or if anybody who actually understands uh, how politics work, they'll understand that the media absolutely you know, will filter and control and push their, you know, push their agenda. So I feel like if they realize that they are ignoring him, they will think, wow, he must actually have something that I like. That's a possibility. That I suppose exciting. it could be if people st- uh, you know step down and and ask themselves those questions. I'm just really skeptical of you know, this is the pro- the problem I have with voting is that I don't think that the average person is informed about uh, most of the things they're voting on. I think that for true. Forty yeah. percent of the population there. will, uh, right, I, you know, I mean, most Americans don't know who their representative is, or they one of can't name one of their two senators, and it shows just how out of touch they are. It's, it, but we ask them to go to the polls to vote every, you know, two or three years or four years or whatever it is, depending on what they're voting for. 
40 percent of them are going to vote for a Democrat, whether it's Stalin or what. Forty of them are going to vote for a um, Republican, whether it's Hitler or not. Mm-hmm. And um, the 20 percent in the middle, some of them are completely ill-informed and they're picking based on who's prettier or, um, you know, what what happened in the last two years. Can I, you know, I don't think that this uh, this particular economic crisis should be laid completely at Obama's door. Um, I think that, you know, it's I mean, been a long time coming. Yeah, people indeed. And people knew what Obama was pitching. And it's not, you know, these same uneducated rubes are the ones who are going to decide. I lost him. I think the gentleman has uh, hung up. Um, are going to decide who is going to be the next president. Now, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that uh, it really matters. Uh, what what the matters? media? The media presence well, really matters. Oh, sure. Speaking of the media presence, uh, de- making the outcome of the election. Don't forget how many people vote on the issues that have been determined by the media. This is true. And it's nice to see Ron Paul bringing some issues up that otherwise had would never have been touched. I mean, there are certainly issues that are in the in the discussion today that wouldn't be there had Ron Paul not been pushing them back in 2008. Yeah, the number of times he talks again. about war, for example, that isn't brought up by the other candidates. Or the Federal Reserve, but right. it is and now. It, it now forces the them to respond to those issues as well. Yeah. So I, I like seeing that he's a participant who influences the uh, topics that people I, are choosing. I think Heath was just trying to look on the bright side. That's all. I mean, I mean, yeah. I think I think everybody would agree that if oh, Ron yeah. Paul had more media, that'd be great. Oh but, yeah, but he was trying to look on the bright side of him. Not, <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, you know, great. Look on the bright side. I just, you know, they, for one thing, this blackthisout.com um, is about getting him more media attention. And if I've got to send in whatever I'm going to send in, and I haven't, uh, you know, had that discussion entirely with my wife yet, but it's going to be as much as I can. Yeah, um, I, I plan on sending. In. Probably a couple hundred at least. That's uh, that's a good thing. I hope that I can match that. Um, but you know, if uh, if if I can buy him some attention by doing that, I'm willing to do that. I I don't know. I I think Ron Paul is a great person to attach yourself to if you're an independent media person. So if if you're looking to get more attention and you know the media, the major media is not covering this, then he's someone you definitely want to cover. Well, haven't we been trying to do that, Mark? I mean, are they still ignoring Free Talk Live? (laughs) I don't know, man. Maybe they're mad at you for dissing on Rand. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but he deserves it. I can't get a call. I cannot. Well, I'm I'm only speculating. I haven't the foggiest clue. I can't get a call back from the campaign. Maybe they're too big time for Free Talk Live in our 100-plus stations now in our two XM channels. I have no idea, dude. I am completely without crazy. a clue. I have not – and by the way, this we're not talking about one or two phone calls to the same person. I mean I've made multiple con, uh, calls to my, my one contact there, and then I've tried multiple other avenues, including the, the, the media contact form on their website, using the telephone wow, number for their media contact form on the website, uh, going through separate – this is one of the frustrating things about political campaigns is how broken they were. I mean, one of the complaints about the Ron Paul campaign last time around was they didn't even spend all the money that they were given, and they uh, they, they could have gotten more advertising for what they had been given by people. Oh man, and they, and they didn't. You know, they rolled Shame. it into the campaign for liberty instead. Uh, but the campaign for it. liberty hasn't been terrible. I mean, it did release some good stuff with that audit the Fed bill. They got really? it through the House. Yeah, and I'm so. I mean, I'm like you for know, a long time they they were really not really doing much of anything. I besides I, I think out. that that's a a good critique. 
a well, few things on their blog. At first glance, I was against him not spending the full amount on his campaign. But realistically speaking, if he wasn't expecting to win, it might have been part of his strategy to keep the thing going for yeah. another couple of years. Yeah, like, that makes sense. But there were other complaints as well about their their publicity and the, the, some of the decisions that were made. But it's I like such Ron the nature Paul. of politics. I like the the message that he has. Yeah. Um, I like the way that um, you know now he's not running for the House of Representatives, so he has no obligation to the Republican Party. He could at some point if he decides run independent after this you know there's a lot of things oh, about this campaign this campaign that i like that i didn't like about the last one i don't know i mean i can't i can only right. speculate that his campaign apparatus is broken i don't know but i mean take a look at the rest of the candidates out there it's the weakest field of my lifetime and um you know he's he's getting some attention he's due that attention it's been flavor of the week after flavor of the week there was first it was uh, bachman um then it was uh you know of course it's always been romney bachman then perry then then uh kane and who's going to be next it's probably not going to be huntsman it's probably, you know <laughs> i don't even know who these people are I, um, so i mean it very well could be ron paul i mean it could be you mean it, like next as far as media darling ron paul it could be kane kane's what? kane's gimmicky 999 plan doesn't will hold water like a sieve i mean it's the dumbest thing I out there no, the was. establishment is so locked into the war machine They're, they would never support someone like ron paul i They're, don't know what the establishment is okay I, when i say the powers that be right, i'm not I, sure that i know I, well i would say that they're involved with war oil and media those are some clues and I, they ron paul would not be supportive of the establishment. As I think it is. the media is a bunch of lemmings that they follow what the people, um, what the other media organizations do. I think that there are dozens. There's some truth to that. Of people in the media that actually that you're talking about the uh, the producers, the the people that you call up, like Ian and I. We actually do our own producing, but we have some uh, sort of other producers that do stuff for us. Those are the people that actually have the control. And if those people believe for whatever reason that their media organization is going to look silly by covering Ron Paul, then they won't cover him. But they wouldn't cover mm-hmm. Kane. Um, but if a everyone month ago. else is doing it, then they'll jump on the bandwagon. One eight five five four fifty free. That's the number. You can take control of these airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. This is Free Talk Live. I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game. It's all in your browser. There's nothing to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources in a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MineThings.com, use coupon code FTL, and double your mining speed. It's free. MineThings.com. This is Free Talk Live. You may dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 855-453. That's 1-855-450-3733. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Derek J. And Mark. We'll invite you over to the website as well. If you'd like to support Free Talk Live, you can do that. Just go shopping with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. You enter Amazon through the links there. You'll see different Amazons for different countries. Enter the one that's appropriate for you, and you can get your shopping done. Right now, I'm over there ordering some books, uh, actually, during during one of the breaks there. Books? Yeah. You can read? I'm, I, I, I think I should start reading again. <laughs> I like this whole reading thing. I've been doing audiobooks, and I find that yeah. a lot easier for me. Yeah. And there's a lot of free audiobooks on the internet. I, I think I would be too distracted. A lot of holidays are coming up. People could be using that link for, to, for to Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Yeah. 
So, uh, of course, Amazon's got way more than books. They've got all kinds of stuff. Just go and get your shopping done at shop.freetalklive.com. Start your shopping through our links there, and Free Talk Live gets a portion. Uh, you know, Free Talk Live, we talk about divesting in gold and silver also on a pretty regular basis here, either as a hedge against inflation, barter currency, perhaps an investment does seem like it's going to go up some point in the future. That's my belief. We've, of course, teamed up with Midas Resources. They are the sister company to our syndicate, Genesis Communications Network, and the intention is to bring you some really great rates, Some of the we believe some of the best rates on the internet, on hand-picked gold and silver pieces that make it easy for you to care, comparison shop. Go to gold.freetalklive.com, see the offerings that we have there for you, and support Free Talk Live by buying your gold and silver there. It's gold.freetalklive.com. And of course, we will take your phone calls here about anything at 855-450-FREE. Uh, other news, we've, we've talked about the Ron Paul thing. Of course, he's going to be in a debate tonight. Hopefully, he'll be given more than three questions. <laughs> Did you see the debate uh, done by um, SNL, uh, Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah, saw that debate. It was great. Where Ron Paul gets abducted? <laughs> it was <sort> of, <laughs> but survives and thrives. Oh, you, you gave it away. Well, yeah, it was good stuff. It, I, I just thought I was so very funny. Uh, look up uh, Republican debate Saturday Night Live. Ron Paul. Ron Paul. And just watch the whole thing because they do a great job spoofing each one of the candidates. They've always been good at that. And SNL. the very best well, one was yeah, uh, Herman Cain. They this, really... was, this was really great. And Keenan Thompson finally had a, a spotlight to shine in. He He's had a tough time filling different roles on SNL, but he's done great with Herman Cain. Lots of laughs coming from those shows. It was really, really funny. I also heard there was another good one from uh, Jon Stewart as well, where they... They, oh, was there? They That's did something cute. about Ron Paul and really made a made a great point. But I oh, I don't I haven't seen that. Did you great. see the one where Ron Paul uh, is? Are you talking about the one where uh, John Stewart basically pointed out that Ron Paul was um, even when they they absolutely should be mentioning him? There was an article, yeah, 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 that recently um, that pointed out that I think it was uh, an Iowa poll that came out that that uh, Ron Paul won, and they said Bachman out. That was the headline. You yeah, know? they ignored <laughs> it that Ron Paul won the poll. Well, it's, yeah, it's, they just don't talk about where he is in the in the polls. They'll even say first and third without including without him. Ron Paul. The, and people that hold the polls will actually say things like, uh, yeah, this doesn't count. Uh, I mean, right. you know, people will discount their own polls. Yeah, it was I, those internet people. But if, <laughs> if they don't... Everyone knows that's not real. If Ron Paul doesn't win, they don't discount it. I mean, if it was any other candidate, I don't care if it was Rick Santorum or if it was Gary Johnson or if it was Newt Gingrich or Michelle Bachman, any one of the candidates that is not Ron Paul, they would pay attention, but they don't. Well, it's it is phenomenal. Ni- it's nice to see some of the media darlings like John Stewart, you know, g- giving a tip of the hat. A- at least if he can't do a full story on him, or if the network won't let him, they or, had, I don't didn't know they, they have do. him on, or was he on? The, he's which, been on. He's a been on Ron, yeah, he's have Ron they had Paul him on yet on, this campaign though. Uh, I believe so. I don't know. Don't follow Daily Stewart show? that closely. Yeah, I mean, neither. one 450 free But a lot of people do, right, so that's right. why it's important to know these things. I, I uh, watch it when I have the opportunity to watch it, but if, if I TiVo it, it just piles up and I never get to, to, to see it all. Right. When I got out of uh, jail, I had the Onion. I, I started an Onion subscription to have it sent here to uh, the studio. And the newspaper, yeah. there were a bunch of Onions stacked up. I was like, there's just no way I'm going to be able to read all this. So <laughs> I just gave comedy. away. Yeah, it's good stuff though, man. I used to be an Onion subscriber back in the day, like a decade ago, and uh, it's a hundred bucks for a year. But I think you know, for well for all it. the laughs that you get, two bucks a week, you know, <laughs> that's, that's not too shabby. One eight five five four fifty free. And speaking of polls, here's one for you: record numbers of Americans now favor 
legalization of marijuana. Total legalization? Yeah, not just uh, not just medical pot, but full-on legalization. A record 50% of Americans now favor the legalization of marijuana, up from 46% last year. It's the first time in the survey's history that the number of people favoring legalization was higher than those that were opposed. Finally. Wow. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That is terrific. It is. And, you know, we've been talking about this for a long time. And, of course, when you when you break down uh, some of the demographics, it gets even more interesting. They'll do that here in a moment. But the support for legalized marijuana use has continued to climb since Gallup began first asking questions about it in 1969. At that time, only 12% of Americans supported legalization with 84% opposed. So... It's come a long way. Throughout the late 70s and into the 90s, support remained in the mid-20% range, with it passing 30% in 2000. That's just a decade ago. 40% in 2009. And then two years later, here we are, 2011, with 50%. One out of every two Americans. It's on the climb. This shows the phenomenon of how ideas spread. They don't spread in this sort of, um, you know, this this 45-degree angle uh, on the chart. No, uh, it shoots up at at a certain point. It really, you know, once once you get a synergy, you get a certain amount of people going for it, an idea really spreads. What do they call that? The point of saturation? Yeah, I think that's what they call it. That. Mm. And the, when you you when you look at human history, look how long it took to get rid of slavery. I mean, just mm. when the abolitionists came up with their ideas in the late 1600s, um, early 1700s, then you know through the the mid 1800s to finally get 150 years to get rid of slavery. That took a long time. Now, obviously, communications faster. People are getting these ideas more quickly. So, if we're lucky, this war on drugs will be over after 100 years. Then, I, I that would be really nice. Uh, the latest poll shows support for legalized pot is higher in the West at 55%, among liberals at 69%. Younger Americans... Hold on. Uh, slow down with these numbers. I, I haven't internalized them all. Uh, start uh, from the top again. People in the West, 55% support. West, Westerners are more Liberal. likely to support it. Got it. Liberals, 69%. Liberals, got it. Americans 70%. that are younger, 62%. 62% Americans. Wow. What are the rest of them thinking? The, I mean, The seniors are the ones that are holding this yeah, down. I, I'm no. just talking about the young people, though. I mean, really, there's... <laughs> Oh, Almost the rest 40% of, the young people? of young yeah. people don't think marijuana is a good idea to legalize? Uh, is, is it public school that warps their little brains I like this? I have no, no idea. It's, it's got to be that line of thinking that if you let something that's illegal become legal, it's going to happen everywhere and ruin all our lives. I don't know. You know, Derek, I was in Central Square the other day when there, here in Keene, there's, there's a group of folks that hangs out at Central Square. They're called Juggalos. They're fans of the Insane Clown Posse. And uh, they're they're known for smoking a little bit of cannabis in uh, in Central Square, and so we were there for this general assembly with about twenty people at the general assembly for the Occupy Keen event. Got it. And we were away from where the Juggalos were in the the bandstand gazebo thing. Gotcha. So at at some point it started to rain, and everybody decided to go into the gazebo where we then had about thirty people in total there. And of course, they, it was around four twenty when this was happening, so the <laughs> folks that were in there were beginning uh-huh. to smoke up. And one of the organizers from the Occupy Keen says uh, there's some illegal activity going on nearby, and I'm uncomfortable. And so, oh dear, yeah. So this is one of the liberals uh, for uh, you know Occupy Keen. Somebody who, when you would look at this this person, you would think this person should understand the ending the war on drugs. This person should be on board with uh, your right to own yourself, and maybe she would be, but she was afraid that she was going to get arrested. She, yeah, she she was probably extra afraid because she's putting she feels like she's putting herself on the line being part of Occupy Keen, and right? she verbalized here's a here's an umbrella lady. Well, she verbalized that uh, she was afraid she would get arrested. 
we pointed out that no, no, no. If if somebody has pot in your vicinity, you don't get arrested for that. Uh, <laughs> you so had to explain this to her. That that was explained, and but of course it didn't matter. They were still uncomfortable. One lady said she she might lose her job uh, apparently just for By being around it. it. And so, I mean, oh, as absurd please. as all of that sounded, the, the other organizer says, all right, well, how many people are in favor of, or, or excuse me, how many people do, do not feel comfortable being around illegal activity? Ooh. And so you had this group of people, about 30 people, three raised their hands. So wow. that's why I say it's, I can't believe that 40% of younger Americans, because this group was probably 50 and under, uh, that that, that right. younger Americans would not support this in much larger numbers. Now, maybe you, maybe this is some weird phone poll thing, and it went to some really Christian households or something like that. <laughs> but maybe they were also just part of the liberals that you talked about being sixty nine percent. True, of the that's a good observation. So you know, it could just be the background they're coming from is is the liberal. It's not that they're just young people having a problem. I wonder, it. you know, I, I I wonder even if they are smoking marijuana, doesn't mean that they necessarily just because they're not com- uncomfortable about being around illegal activity doesn't mean that they don't have a problem with legalizing marijuana do you understand yeah i've heard pot smokers say oh no man you can't legalize marijuana <laughs> i mean Stone usually people usually say the- you can't legalize marijuana usually the pot smokers will say something like oh well, you can't legalize the hard drugs usually they're for legalizing I've marijuana heard them but- say they, they're not for legalizing marijuana because oh Incredible. man what about pregnant chicks and driving man? <laughs> what just I'm only telling you what I've heard. One eight five five four fifty free the toll free number. You can take control of the airwaves. Hour two's next. Bring up anything. Free talk live. My name is Jacob Hornberger. I'm president of the Future of Freedom Foundation, which Congressman Ron Paul awarded for having an outstanding freedom website. Write us at FFF at FFF.org, and we'll send you a free three-month subscription to our monthly journal of libertarian essays and our booklet, Economic Liberty in the Constitution, which George Mason University economics professor Walter Williams praised in a recent column. That's FFF at FFF.org. Second hour of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want at one eight five five four fifty free. That's eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Joining you tonight, it's Ian and Derek J and Mark. All right. So, of course, we will take your calls about anything, and then Derek, I want to talk about this high school drama in more than one Woo! way. More yes. than one type of drama is going on here. We'll uh, get to that in a moment. But first, Scott the bigot is on the line in Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Derek, and Mark. Hi, Scott. Uh, good, good evening, uh, Ian, Mark, and Derek J. How are you? Very well. How are you this fine day? I'm very happy. I'll tell you why. Why? Because so Occupy Wall Street is making tremendous progress. And uh, do you know that the American Nazi Party and the American Communist Party have joined forces? Well, to, I uh, don't think is that the progress you're of speaking fun, of. Fun folks. That's right. Wait, overthrow, wait a minute. Hold, this, hold on uh, a second here. I, yeah. I, sorry. The American Nazi Party would not be allowed at the Occupy event. Well, they they they, they 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 have a presence there. I can't imagine that there's a, a lot of tolerance being shown towards those people. As I understand it, there was a story out of Occupy Wall Street where some people that were, I don't know, running some kind of table 
started calling people uh, racist names and they were not being very nice. And it was made very clear to them after that point, once it was discovered that they were being racist towards folks there, uh, that they were not they were no longer welcome. Anyway, this is uh, a very tolerant group of people, and I can see them tolerating a lot out of somebody who's who's being around them. But I I can't see that being the tolerant case. Tolerant folks generally don't tolerate intolerance. I mean, that's just kind of one of the. the I don't want to be around racist positions. I'm just telling you. That I, I only tolerate you, Scott, because you're entertaining to uh, to tear apart on the radio and to show how inconsistent and just wrongheaded your beliefs are. To to essentially use you as a demonstration a foil. Uh, for yeah, a foil uh, for you know the ideas of freedom and individual liberty and focusing on what a person, a human being, individually believes and what they individually do versus the color of their hair or their sexual orientation or how old they are or you know the color. Some of lineage yeah there's millions there's millions of americans just like me in america millions you think think millions many choose to uh be in the closet bigots but but i assure you they're out there that much is true scott are you saying that the the american nazi party is at occupy wall street what with signs or are they doing a march or what is their presence i understood that that they my understanding is sort of vague but the general gist of it is this that somehow they have a presence there and that they are either uh, financially or, or, uh, or somewhat uh, uh, backing up the ranks of, 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 of the Occupy Wall Street. Movement. It sounds like a paranoid conspiracy theory. I'd say that if they have a presence, they're likely wearing police uniforms. But I'm going to tell you something. Whatever, whatever's going on there, one, the, the American people can rest assured one thing, that millions of Americans on Main Street, the working class people of America that work hard for a living, they realize that international Jewish finance uh, has uh, hijacked our economic system, and that doesn't even include... Of course, uh, you ignore the fact that the financial markets are full of, and the the banks and those folks are full of people that aren't Jews. You just, you you choose to focus on one group of people because of some sort of an obsession that uh, that you have. Now, was it your mother that taught you this? The big boys, the big boys, you want to know who taught me my anti-Semitism? Yeah. Well, who taught I, you to hate? I, I where, where did the, this come from? I learned it through life, through having a bunch of rich. But late, the, the most traumatic thing for me was being swindled out of 190 grand. That was that that, that opened up my <laughs> what, eyes. What was this Big now? Time. What's that? How did that happen? Well, I invested 190 thousand dollars in my, my dad's money as was well. This with Lehman Brothers, is that? What? That's right, Lehman okay. Brothers that went bust. Right, and. They they sh- were in business for 157 years. They should have never gone out of business. They went out of business because of Richard Fold, who's a disgrace. He now, what is credit- Lehman Brothers? Is it what? Are, what did they do? Oh, they mm-hmm. were a giant brokerage house. So you gave house. them all your money and you said, "Here, invest this for me." It sounds not like you were the one it, that should have been a little more cautious. No, let me explain. It's not like I was playing crap or anything. They were they were a legendary. Uh, uh, Past performance viable. is not an indicator of future well, success. This isn't Scott's fault. Uh, hold on just a second. I mean, the the fact is that a company went out of business, but that doesn't have to do with the lineage of the people that are in charge well, of right. that you company can put, or whatever. You can invest money gover- in all kinds of things that'll fail. The government allows these uh, organizations to incorporate and protect the people that are in them, Jewish or not, from their own actions. But the fact is, Scott, I've been swindled out of money. One of them, one of the guy was of Czech 
lineage. Another guy was of German lineage. I mean, you know, what? what's the point here? If I go the through the lineage of all the people that have uh, swindled no. me, I don't think I'm going to come up with Jew on the top. It's, 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 it's more than that. It's that when I look at America as a whole, I, I, I see the tremendous damage that the Jews have inflicted upon the United States. <laughs> I don't know if you know where to you, begin. You're, you're just so sad, just so transparent. I mean, you you don't you have this agenda, and I don't understand. Could you still haven't answered. Where does Could it come from? Are you going to claim to me, Scott? Hold on. Are you going to yeah. claim to me that the reason why you hate Jewish people is because you lost money with Lehman Brothers? That's one factor. There's there's more to it than that. Somebody right. taught you to hate when you were growing up. Who was it? I don't know. This has to be when you. I uh, I I guess you could say I I, I have no one to blame, but. I read it. I, I, I started reading Mein Kampf, and I started reading the Protocol. When was that? I, so I self-educated when, myself. When in your life was did you do that? Was it after you lost 190000 or before? I read Mein Kampf when I was maybe, oh, 16, 17. So this was before the, the loss right. of, of your funds Let's through Lehman Brothers. Let me but, rephrase that. It intensified it. Scott, so, would, you, would you say that if, if left uh, untended, the mind leads to dark? thoughts or positive thoughts if the mind is yeah because it sounds to me like no if nobody taught you this hate then your mind is just a, a garden that hasn't been weeded and and you have all of these hateful thoughts that just sprang out of nowhere and you're just letting that happen to your your mind i need something to latch on to and i see that international jewry has caused not only me but it's tremendous damage to this country that we're seeing now on 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 Wall Street. But the people uh, you're you're so you're ignoring the people in power who are not just Jews. They're all kinds of different religious beliefs and even atheists as well. People in search of power are the ones that are forcing their way upon people. They're the ones that are oppressing people. I agree. Uh, we we have a Zionist occupied government. I absolutely it's, agree. Everything with you. is about Jewishness for you, Scott, and, and and it's just so sad. And you're saying it's because you read a book by Hitler is what led you down this path. Not only that, I read the Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. That probably had more influence. Upon can someone recommend a good book for for Scott to read that can help uh, cancel yeah. all this ignorance? Because as I out? understand it, this Protocols of Learned El- uh, Elders of Zion is a hoax. I mean, it's a it's a fake and it's authentic. Right, but that's what you say. But there are a <laughs> lot more people that say otherwise. Di- Diary of Anne Frank, Night no. by Eli Henry, Wiesel. Henry Ford proved that that, that and, and he was a genius. Henry Ford was a genius. He, he was a socialist. It, 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 what's that? Well, he may have been a genius, but he was also a socialist. A Nazi. He was a uh, he he was a genius who published. Was it. Hitler also a genius? Famous. I'm just curious. What's that? Was Hitler also a genius? Absolutely. Yeah. See you later. One eight five five four fifty free. Disgusting. I don't know that you can't. Oh. oh well, wait a second. I don't know that one can exclude Hitler from being a genius. I mean, nobody ri- rises through the ranks without having a, a, a an incredible um, understanding of human nature. This guy was able to propel himself um, up into a leadership position without ever actually having to win an election. Oh, he's I mean, a master manipulator. You don't. Yeah. yeah you get that's other not a genius. Ter- you get other descriptive terms, but I think genius gets yanked from you when you kill 6 million people 12 million people evil genius oh okay, okay. Well, there- <laughs> all right if you include that suffix, right <laughs> it's it's got to be evil genius one 450 free is the number here let's talk more about tolerance uh derek yes well there are some people in this world who do tolerate others who are different from them yes i'm most happy of the people i know 
Actually. I was shocked to hear that a school, a public school in Hartford, Connecticut, uh, made news by making their high school musical this year be Xana Don't, a very gay musical. Let's talk more about that in moments here at 855-450-FREE. Obviously, something like that is really going to stir up some controversy. So, we'll fa- I don't know why it should, but it does, uh, because people are still, well, really uppity about this issue. They haven't quite gotten over it yet. one 450 free is the number here. You can take control of the airwaves, and who better to tell us about it than Derek J. Woohoo! It's Free Talk Live. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes be the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything toll-free at 1-855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. In the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Derek J. And Mark. And we invite you to our website. Go and get interactive over on the bulletin board system there, bbs.freetalklive.com. You can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners there, and it's all free. Like the rest of our website, bbs.freetalklive.com. Sound Wisdom's SG-1 solar-powered generating system can give you the basics in an emergency or be expanded to handle your whole house. It'll take a freezer or refrigerator, a well pump, um, you know, and, and maybe a couple of other things completely off the grid. Full time. It's not just like a generator that you buy and you stick in your shed until you need it. This generator is working all the time. It co- the costs are commensurate to a generator of its size of all other types, and it's going to start paying you back, whereas a generator won't do that. Also, it can be expanded uh, with other solar power units or wind power or water power or whatever you want. This this system can handle all of those things. The SG-1 is an amazing system. I would encourage you to go to freetalklivesolar.com. They have experts standing by even now uh, to, that you can call for free education on their system solar power in general power uh, you know power to get you off the grid it's freetalklivesolar.com i highly recommend this system and this company freetalklivesolar.com all right so 1855450 free is the number and we'll of course take your calls about anything but derek you were going to tell us about a story out of somewhere in connecticut yes. where a high school has put on a play called xana don't exactly which is right. very very gay friendly and so inevitably that's going to upset some very uh let's say stick up the butt types who are very <laughs> yeah for uh, lack of a better term yeah. there's uh this happened in a Hartford public high school, and it, they chose this as their musical that they were going to do for their high school production this year, as mm-hmm. many public high schools do. And this play, I don't know why they chose it, but I want to give them a huge pat on the back and a kudos and all the congratulations I can. It but probably would have been controversial just to have gay characters in a, in a you know, like a normal play. Exactly. It, it would have been controversial to have even one gay character, but yeah. in Xanadont, the it's okay, so I can give you some backstory about it. It's have a you fairy, seen this? Yeah, I've okay. seen it. Um, it's a fairy tale that takes place in like a bizarro modern day America where gays are the norm and there are heteros, but they have are to they hide- in the closet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have to hide their love or face the spite of homos everywhere. I so see. it really, if if you 
are gay and you're watching this, I can speak for myself. I, I was touched just seeing how well this uh, play, a musical rather, frames the situation and what it feels like for a gay person to live in a, in a world where they are different. And so to flip the switch and, and have the heteros play that role was just beautiful. Yeah, so there are scenes where, you know, there's love in the army between two hetero couples and they have to hide it. And the gays are singing their songs about how much they love their version of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which keeps the <laughs> the heteros at bay. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there are hetero kisses even, which are the controversial part of the show. Right. Um, but... Tons of of gay kisses, which but it, just about as many as any uh, hetero musical you would expect. In of course, those, some so. people would just be upset about high school kids kissing, kissing. in a play. Period. So like you've right. got three different levels of uh, of upset here. One that it's, it's uh, high schoolers are allowed to kiss. Two that there are gay characters. Three that it's you know pro gay as uh, as well. It is, and it's just amazing. I'm so pleased with the the staff at this school who chose this play and executed it just like they have cojones and i would agree with that now uh, one thing i would have to say is that you know i mean it, it what it draws up for me is i believe that everybody um you know has the when it comes to that that the public school model is unsustainable because everybody's opinion is as valuable as everybody else's because they all have to pay into it and yeah. this is what is uh, wrong about it so i believe the fundamentalist christian that believe that believes that this is immoral's opinion is valid that this play shouldn't go on as well as i believe that the flaming um, homosexual with the headdress on uh, the in the uh, the showgirl outfit and the whole deal, believe, believing that this is the thing that they should have. I believe that his uh, or her uh, particular opinion is also valid. But the so, problem is only one of them gets their way. Right. And only one everyone's gets their forced way, to pay this, for it. And this is the problem with public school. It is completely untenable. Yeah, but you can't just do guys and dolls every year. You need to have I one gotcha. that's going <laughs> to like shake things up I gotcha. and be semi-interesting. I, I like you, the. In, I, I'm very interested in the way that this presents it, and I'm. I like it personally. From my standpoint, if you oh, just yeah. ask Mark Edge, what does he think? <laughs> I'm for it. However, I also think that the person who you know is indignant about this being going on in in the school is also right. Right, and I think that uh, obviously the solution here is to not have government schools. Then we won't have this problem. I was reading. I agree uh, totally. I was reading in the Onion, which they've had the Savage Love column in the Onion for a long time, as long as I can remember. Right. And uh, Savage Love is no written by Dan. Sa- I'm going to tell you, uh, <laughs> it's a column written by Dan Savage. He's a gay guy, and it's an advice column. So it's like a love slash mostly sex relationships uh, kind of advice column. And like one- a real one. I mean, with with the Onion, do we know? Oh, this is real. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they, no, just to, to clarify for you, in The Onion, there's a second section called The AV Club where it's totally serious. I mean, it's kind of – it's movie reviews and, and band and music reviews and things like that. Gotcha. Right, but it's not satire. No, but it's, it's still kind of written with that Onion flair to it, uh, but it's, it's definitely not satire. And so one of those one of the parts of the AV Club is the Savage Love. There's like a couple of cartoons as well, and so it's it's like on that page with the cartoons. And uh, so in the Savage Love episode, he is writing about yet another uh, gay high school student who has been you know brutally murdered. Oh God! And is talking about what people can do kind of within the system about this and and how like there's this group and I don't have it in front of me but where there's this group that reminds kids reminds gay high schoolers that 
it gets better after high school. Oh, I think yeah. that's I think the message. It's called. It he, gets better.com right, or something. Right, right. I, it was my understanding that he led that campaign. Which I didn't know was, that much about it. But. Yeah, a group of people uh, anywhere in online could just make a little video documentary briefly to share their story about how, how it gets, gets better, better <laughs> yeah. right yeah but it's just it does so get sad. better and i think that this is the this is the best campaign i've seen all along oh it's beautiful is that it shows that hey look government high school stinks there's no other but that place nastier in the universe but they don't take it to the the next step i mean to say it gets better means well buck up kiddo you'll make it out yeah maybe and you know, when the message should be, this is awful, and you're right, that is part of the message, but the solution isn't just wait it out. The solution should be, get the hell out of there. Yeah. Get your kids out of there and get them into a school where tolerance is okay to, to show without having to be afraid of, you know, some uh, tough jock kid coming and pummeling you. I would or, say, yeah. of, I'm sorry, out of nine out of ten cases, you're probably talking about somebody who could stay home and homeschool themselves. I mean, you're talking about kids that are coming out of the closet or discovering their gayness at, what, 15? 15 or 16 or 17 years old. That's probably when they're admitting their gayness, not discovering. Right. It. It's but, probably a little late. Well, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, there's certainly, uh, you know, kids were talking about gay, you know, gay stuff in fifth grade and stuff like that, but I don't think we entirely knew what it was all about. Mm. At Maybe that time. you didn't know. <laughs> I, I didn't have to deal with these things. When, when did you know you were gay? Uh, I knew for a fact that I was gay in ninth grade, but there was there was lots of questioning going on since kindergarten. Come back with more here at 855-450-FREE. That's the toll-free number. Maybe you've got some thoughts on Xana Don't, uh, high school plays that are outrageous to some and to others refreshing. 1-855-450-FREE. Of course, the solution is simple. You get the government out of high school, and then we can have a whole bunch of different types of schools, including one where someone like Scott the Bigot could send his kids. And I wouldn't have to send my kids anywhere <laughs> near it. Nobody's having sports. <laughs> free Talk Lab. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free at 855-453. That's 1-855-450-3733. Joining you in the studio, it's Ian. And Derek J. And Mark. And we're inviting you to our website as well at freetalklive.com. We've got a BBS and archives and chat room, and it's all free. And if you want to support the show, you can do that by going and promoting us. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Somebody had emailed while I was checking up on my old emails from the last two months, been kind of filtering through them, and I'm almost to the point of being caught up now, thankfully, after being in jail uh, for two months. And somebody had said, well, can I make a – can we have like free talk live door hangers, go around and hang them on people's doors? And I said, well, you know – like a good idea. Yeah, if that's something you want to do, that's great. Uh, we've got graphics. You can go to promote.freetalklive.com. You can, you can get the font that uh, we use for the free talk live logo. You can get the free talk live logos and you get them in uh, what they call vector format, which is – Basically, it's not even a like a, a resolution of a graphic. It's a mathematical formula for a graphic, and so, so it could it, go as big as it wanted. Right, to. You, you can, can scale put it on the it. side of the space shuttle. Or a bus. Things are so yeah. cool. 
the the, the vector format stuff. I know, yeah. yeah. So you can get all that stuff, and it's all free. It's there over at uh, promote.freetalklive.com, and then there are web banners and uh, other things. So you get a bumper sticker for free as well. Uh, but so you can put together whatever graphical thing you want to. In fact, some of the flyers that are at promote.freetalklive.com were created by Free Talk Live listeners. So if you put together something like uh, like a door hanger. Once you've got the graphic and it's all done, send it to us. We'll put it up on the website, and then other people can use that. So that way it's kind of crowdsourced, I guess you could say, because I sure as hell don't have the graphic ability to go and, and put something <laughs> like that together. So promote.freetalklive.com. We're talking about a story out of Connecticut. You're welcome to chime in on this or anything you want, 855-450-FREE. In this case, it's a high school that has put on Xana Don't. It's a, a play that is very gay-friendly. It reverses the world of what we have today, where gay people are in the minority in this world in the play. They are the majority, and straight people are the ones in the closet. Exactly. And so it's causing some outrage, yes? Yes. Uh, so this triggered some responses. Uh, the local pastor went to speak with the principal and was sort of you know bible thumping but i to my um surprise the the principal didn't back down supported the people who put on the play uh reminded the audience and the pastor that this is just another play like the rest of the plays that the high school does about enjoying the loving another human being and sharing a life of happiness with another person would the would the pastor have been upset if the uh, the play was about war yeah, I would, I would be interested. War, right? The red badge, badge of courage. Yeah, or, something like that. Or the play we mentioned earlier, Guys and Dolls, which is filled with sinners. So I, I, I think there's tons of sinning that happens in musicals. It's usually part of the uh, plot. That's why but, people go to watch them. Right. <laughs> Whether it's a musical or a movie, I mean, we watch these things because of conflict. Typically. Right. But this seemed to strike a nerve with the local community. And one thing I will say I support, the a, a response that was triggered by some of the students at the play, is that there was a, what seemed to be an organized walkout. Now, I, I am gay. I am supportive of the school for putting on this play. I love it myself. But I am also supportive of this group of people who walked out right after the gay kiss scene. Uh, they were all wearing football jerseys. It seemed like they were all from the football team and they had <laughs> organized course. some sort of walkout saying uh, they were this non... This sucks. Yeah, but... <laughs> But they were non-verbally yeah. communicating their displeasure with the school's choices, and I support their right to do that. It I, figures I that think... the football team would be non-verbal, oh. not the best talkers. <laughs> Look, man, I mean, you're only being as stereotypical as I the know. football team's being about JJ's a former football player, so that's not fair of me. Yeah, and some of my friends have been football players who are supportive of gays, so... I don't think it's a football statement as much as it is. Yeah, but you want to talk about some repressed homosexuality, right? I mean, look no (laughs) further than American football. Yeah. These are the kinds of guys who are going to be very outwardly hetero, but yet during the games, they're doing slapping each other on the asses, butt slapping and grabbing and, you know, all kinds of, uh, you know, real kind of serious uh, homosexual overtones. It's nothing like European soccer. There's there's nothing (laughs) homosexual about slapping a man's butt unless you think it's homosexual, Ian. I don't care. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I'm just saying I, that... I'm uh, saying that you call them homosexual overtones because you interpret them as homosexual overtones. What? Well, I, I, I don't normally know. Normally, I wouldn't go around grabbing other men's uh, buttocks. I mean, that's just not something I'm interested in doing. Okay. Um, and I'm not somebody who preaches against homosexuality at the same time behaving uh, in that way. But I'll is, bet most professional football players have done it more times than you have, is, is the only point. Have that grabbed I think buttocks? To, yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with that's, a good grab, a buttocks grab. Yeah, no, a, I'm, not a, I'm not against the action. 
Yeah, but what happened to slapping each other on the back? Like, you know, give a pat on the back? What what happened to that? I, I just think that American and the game football itself is, is really gay. Well, right, and the game itself is designed where you put your hands all over another guy in various different places. I mean, same thing with wrestling, with uh, not pro wrestling, but the, the like the high school wrestling. Well, I was surprised. To, maybe it was their repressed homosexuality that made them react in this way, but I was surprised to hear that they walked out and... You know, that I support them in doing that and in, in whatever they want to say, because they're forced into this awful school situation just like everybody else. They don't yeah. they don't get to have a say in what happens at their school. So this is the only kind of say they had. Good for them for exercising it. one 450 free Let's go to you and your thoughts. Bill is listening in Indy to WXNT. Hey, Bill. Bill? In, oh, I should probably press the button, shouldn't I? Bill in Indy, you're on Free Talk Live. <laughs> Hey, thank you very much for taking my call. Bill, go ahead with your thoughts. Is Daryl, is he gay, I believe? Derek is here with us. Derek, he's also gay, isn't he? Yes, I am the only gay one I know of on the show. Wonderful. Um, I think Stephanie is bisexual. Right, no, I meant tonight. Right, okay. Well, this bisexual stuff, that's just kind of a cop-out in my opinion. But anyway, (laughs) um, you know, I guess guess theoretically you could be be that, but I I love that word, bi-curious. It's people that are gay that just want to admit it. But okay, but what's wrong with... When we were in school, there were gays, obviously. Well, I shouldn't say obviously, but, you know, I knew it obviously after I hit the bars later on. But, hey, why do do you have to have to be anybody have to be out when they're 16, 17 years old and and just keep it to yourself? Uh, Why? I was an out heterosexual in high school. Well, uh, yeah, I I know. That's illogical. That, That should be out of there, too. The idea of holding hands down the hall. The guy and the gal holding hands walking down the hall should not be tolerated either. No Why? Physical, no physical An expression touch. of love? Well, yeah, so this is one of the problems. There, I have a severe disagreement with this. Of love. You're there to learn. Well, I, I went to a Christian school where all um, so, for, sorts of uh, physical uh, touching were unacceptable. And you know what? It happened anyway. That's fine, as long as you don't have to see it. No, well, that, they did see it. Well, no, please, wait a minute. Hold on. Long. This is so outrageous to me. This is no, even more outrageous no, than, than no. bigotry. This is just like bigotry against love. Like, this is <laughs> horrible. Bigotry. No, you can, you can, you, you want them to have sex in the halls? No, you do that behind closed Come doors. Come on, please, to suggest that, uh, you know, a peck on the cheek or a kiss or, or holding hands is akin to, uh, you know, throwing clothes off and having uh, bodily fluids flying everywhere from some sexual activity, I think is pretty absurd. <laughs> but also, what's really dangerous about this bill is that to have this mentality of, we shouldn't even tolerate holding hands. No public displays of affection whatsoever. This is school. Only learning should go on in this uh, location. And it is this militaristic, uh, anti-human viewpoint. Look, we are very social animals. We need to have contact. The kids that aren't loved by, by mom and dad. The, the ki- Hold on, Bill. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm going to bring you back here because okay. this is worth discussing, I think, in detail. So stick with us. But the the kids that have grown up without getting enough hugs and without being close enough to mom and dad, these are the ones that turn into serial killers. I mean, exactly. Human contact is so important. 
It absolutely I, is. Um, you know, I'm when I've read uh, these fathering things, and they they talk about the importance of you know sort of skin on skin contact with your with your children, and you know you, one can interpret that in whatever perverted way they want. But I believe this is extraordinarily important that you you know tickle and play with and wrestle with your children, and so that they um, you know get that uh, you know that, that comfort that you can provide them as long as it's loving, right? Right. You, you want to yes. instill your children with. Yes. By contact, loving I don't feelings. mean slapping them right. or, or hitting <laughs> I'm them. Talking about that, uh, yeah, loving contact. In fact, I want to find out more about why Bill thinks this way. What what is it that led him to this this viewpoint of "Thou shalt not hold hands, children"? I mean, this is yeah, really no matter what disturbing to me. One eight five five four fifty free. Also, you want to talk about creating sexual deviancy? This is the first step. More coming up. Free talk live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Carnation Breakfast Essentials, helping your family get off to a nutritious start every day. Mornings can be chaotic, but a little advance work will take the pressure off. The night before, organize backpacks and put them at the door, along with anything else that your kids need for the day. Set a timer for five minutes before departure to give everyone a chance to mobilize, and off you go. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. We invite you to our website, freetalklive.com. We've got news updates. Get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. And go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up. Follow emailed updates or Twitter or Facebook. Just sent out an update this afternoon, as a matter of fact, announcing that you can now uh, listen to a couple of different interviews. Mark, you were interviewed while I was in jail on uh, a show down in North Carolina. Yep. And uh, I was interviewed just a few days ago on a show in, uh, let's see, I think it was uh, Tennessee, Chattanooga. So we both went on a couple radio stations, and then there was also a Talkers Magazine article about my imprisonment. So you can go and get some of those. Talkers over- was very supportive, by the way. Yeah, they were. It was great. Yeah. It was incredible. Publicity.freetalklive.com is where you can go to see that. But you know about these things first when you're on the news list, and you can go to news.freetalklive.com and sign up. There. I think it was All Access gave uh, had an article on when you got locked up. But they oh, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen that one. Well, you'd have to go looking for it. Uh, check the date, whatever that date was, and okay. it's the day after. I, I did make some phone calls the day you got locked up to oh, make okay, sure cool. people knew. I knew a lot of people would be interested. Some some cheering and some uh, some some tears, I'm sure. Have you heard that Ron Paul is now a top-tier candidate? You probably haven't, because the mainstream media is trying to black out his campaign. On October the 19th, freedom lovers everywhere intend to create a ripple in politics so big, no media outlet will be able to ignore it. Join the fight for liberty and freedom today at blackthisout.com. I'll be uh, doing it also. It's blackthisout.com. All right, we continue with Bill listening in Indy. To WXNT. Now, Bill, you had called in. We were talking about this Xana Don't Play, which is being performed at a high school or was performed uh, at a high school in Connecticut, uh, outraging a few intolerant folks who can't stand the idea of anything that is publicly pro-homosexual as this this particular play is. But you called and you took it to a new level of uh, tolerance, intolerance, that is, to a new level uh, where you're saying that not only should people not be gay in public, that they should keep that to themselves, but well, also people, just Stuart, any, any heterosexual couple should also not hold hands uh, while they're at school. Well, I didn't say people. I, I have two, 
you want to have a gay play, that's fine. I've seen those. You know, you've got two guys that are 22 years old, and they can do what they want. But I don't believe that young people should be allowed to do that. It's just not, especially in school. But I mean, you're not, saying for entertainment or while they're walking down the halls? Anywhere in the building. You're, on, you're in a public school. I just don't believe it. That's just my opinion. Well, so I'm curious about this one, Bill. I mean, we know that childhood has been artificially extended in modern society. That, um, you know, that there was not too long ago, I believe uh, I believe it was Romeo and Juliet was written about a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, that not too long ago, you're talking about, and, and what, Loretta Lynn was married, I think it was at 12 years old. Uh, it recent past, uh, people were getting married and having sexual relations and living their lives as adults in their early to mid-teens. And now we've taken early to mid-teens and we, we say, you're children, you can't drive cars, you can't own businesses, you can't have a credit card, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't hold hands. Yeah. And you do all these things. And don't you think that those have um, deleterious effects on the psychology of those people? You are not, you're forgetting what I just said. I, uh, please seven tell hour, me. A seven-hour block of time. You can do what you want after 3 o'clock. You get off the bus. You can go do what you want to do. You can get the girl pregnant if you want. That's up to you. I so it doesn't think, bother you, I, I just, just a point of no, clarification then, Bill. You're saying it doesn't bother you if you see two kids holding hands while walking at the mall, Fine. but but at, at school you're saying that's out. a problem. Keep it out of school. So um, the why? Why, well, is school why, so why is the special? schools for school, right? Because then you're not going gonna to stop all that slippery slope that you guys are so famous for saying, and I agree. You know how you say, oh, don't let them search your car because, why? we didn't argue with that. Now they're coming into your house, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what you always say? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. that's the slippery well, slope. But are you okay. saying once people hold hands at school, then they'll be having What's sex gonna... in the classroom well, while I the wanna, teacher's... I want to open up my girlfriend's blouse and grab a boob. What's wrong with that? <laughs> so, Can I do it in school? Am I allowed to do that? Well, but my problem is with school. In fact, if this wasn't such a boring, stupid place that taught you, uh, I mean, a bunch of useless dreck, then maybe people would be much more interested in Going learning class. and not well, be interested in grabbing boobs. Well, you I don't think that's actually true. Please, but, answer the question. When I ask the question, I answer your question. Well, Can't you answer Please. Today, in today's world, now I have been out of school for 30 years. All I know is back in the late 70s, if I had grabbed my girlfriend's boob in school, number one, she would have slapped me, but number two, they would have come down on me pretty hard. Look, now, today, I think each school can permitted, Here's your is answer. It permitted today. Here's your I, don't know. I don't know whether it's permitted to, to grab someone's breast in school. It probably doesn't not. seem likely. Uh, look, here is the the answer you're looking for, or at least an answer for you on this. So I think each school has within its prerogative to set rules. Obviously, it's you know that it's an institution that there have to be rules. And if we actually had a free marketplace in education, then there would be a variety of different sets of rules. So some schools would be more like you know kind of like the military style academy school and others would be much more uh, liberalized and allowing towards certain behavior and then you could send right. your kids to whichever school you wanted uh, so but i still want to know why is it that this is so offensive to you just holding hands i'm not talking about uh you know screwing out in the middle of the field i mean just holding hands while walking down the hall what, what is it that off- that's offensive well, technically about it's that? not technically it, it, uh, that's very harmless but then the next step is kissing good you can kiss in the hall peck on the cheek fine Kiss on the lips, deep, deep kiss, French kiss, blah, 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 blah. Hey, I want some little oral action now. Right <laughs> what? <laughs> it's so Where absurd. Are you kidding? Now, wait a second. Where do you stop it? Where's the line drawn? As long as you got the line drawn, okay, we're allowed to hold hands, but nothing more, then I go with it. Wasn't it the Supreme Court who, who said that 
they couldn't define pornography, but they know it when they see it. Yeah, well, I was one some court judge. I don't remember. But can't everybody agree on the line? We no, have no line. clearly not. I mean, because I think you're right. I think that there has to be a line drawn at some point on a on a, at a But school. no one can agree on it. It just has to. You know it when you see it. When the line has been crossed, you'll know and you'll tell those kids, "Hey, break it up." Okay. Well, just that's not, you know, I agree. It's just okay, like before, great. Hey, it's okay to kill the baby at, at eight months, but it's not okay do, at three months. Do you I mean, understand how dangerous line? though the idea of not allowing people to touch is? Well, yeah, you, I know. you get I, that I, right. I, Thanks for the call, Bill. I appreciate oh, hearing from you because yeah, you want to. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, yeah, that was good. You want to talk about sexual deviancy. It's the repression of sexuality that leads to bizarro sexuality. Because people aren't allowed to express themselves. They're not allowed to explore. They're not allowed to experiment. And so, in many cases, these uh, desires become repressed. And uh, they aren't you know, being expressed in a natural format over a, a period of time. And so, therefore, before you know it, you have some real crazy stuff. That, uh, that is kind of manifested Indeed. by these repressions. You can't even right. hold hands with somebody. There are some real b- strange things that will happen as a result of that, some right. unintended consequences. The people that have... <laughs> If you want normal sexuality, you have to pe- let people be normal in their sexuality. If you want <laughs> abnormal sexuality, go ahead and force people into repression. Give them guilt. Give them repression. Tell them what they're doing is wrong. Do it, snap the smack their little fingers. Um, you know, and then they'll they'll have none fetishes for the rest of their or lives. Or they'll mutilate themselves or right. whatever. And and that is, I I hope I'm not the only one who's seen some of these people who have never been um, given enough affection by their parents who end up nymphomaniacs or, or having all kinds of, mm. you know, those, <laughs> I, I could call them weird fetishes because they're weird to me, but yeah, that's... That's what happens when you repress people's sexuality. And we, the truly I, normal, think your fetish is weird too. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what sure. his fetish is. We haven't asked him sure. about that. It involves gay sex. Well, therefore, it's it not, not a fetish. Definable is weird. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, it's participated no. in by fewer than ten percent of the population. Derek, that's what makes something a fetish. No, 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 no. It's not popularity that makes something a fetish. Uh, being gay isn't a fetish. That's a sexual orientation. Fine. Yeah, Am I right about this? I, I don't know how to define it. I'm not a doctor or a sociologist or anything. I just know what I like. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know what you like. It's very important. Rick is with us in Pennsylvania. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Rick. Hey, guys. How's it going tonight? Hey, what's hey, on your Rick. mind? Uh, listen, I'm just uh, you know cruising around doing my evening run of the news, and uh, I happen to be on the Free Talk Live website looking at the news on the main page, and it looks like I'm reading The Onion, to tell you the truth. We got uh, the Louisiana banning trash can, uh, uh, cash transactions. Mm. We got the uh, felony to satirize the TSA and the FBI raiding Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what's, what's going on in, the, in, in this country right now? That, that we're, at, we're at the point where, where people really think that our Kate tokens are counterfeit money. Have, have you guys read this article on, on, the, on the, the, the linked article here? Yeah, I haven't left. I haven't read them all. No, um, you know. But it, the fact is that it used to be. I remember Ian and I used to do this show back in two thousand and two, two thousand and three, two thousand and four. And sometimes there would be a dearth of show prep. I'd be like, oh, I just I, there's nothing good. And now. It's not like that at all. And you're right. This is absolutely crazy land that we're here in America. And, uh, you know, I, I just I, I don't know what to say about it. It's, yeah, it's, it's really I mean, there's there's a quote in this article here that is just out of this world. You want to share uh, that with uh, us? Yeah, hold, hold the line. Yeah, stick with us if you want. Uh, we'll bring you back and share that outrageous quote. 
1-855-450-FREE. And we'll give you the definition of fetish coming up here in a little Ooh. bit as well. Uh, hour three is on the way. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. When the power goes out for any length of time, you've got problems, starting with food that's going bad, even in the freezer. No communications, living by candlelight or flashlight, it's a bad place to be. The solar flare cycle is heating up and has already done damage to the grid. NASA and NOAA tell us that next year and in 2013, it will take down large sections of the grid for days or weeks at a time. Hurricanes and floods also cut power for several days or weeks. You can protect yourself now. The SG-1 Solar Generator by Sound Wisdom produces 5,000 watts of household current, comes with 230 amp hours of battery, 220 watt solar panels, and a built-in battery maintainer desulfator. This is the only portable system you can add as many batteries or solar panels as you like. It will also convert power from windmills, water wheels, DC welders, or gas generators, any source of 12-volt DC power. See it now at freetalklivesolar.com. Technicians are standing by now to answer your questions even during the Sunday night show. FreeTalkLiveSolar.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll free. And bring up anything you want at one 450 free That's brought to you by SACL CAI, by the way. 855-450-3733. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Derek J. And Mark. You can join us on our website, of course, at freetalklive.com. You actually get to control the content of the site. If you find something online that you think is interesting, you can submit it over at freetalklive.com. Then other listeners see and then vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion. The most voted up will make it to the front page in the top of the website where Rick... Uh, was on the line and still is with us there. He called in at the very end of the last hour to express that he felt as though some of the headlines, uh, the news stories that have, have been posted by listeners over at freetalklive.com are almost onion-esque, uh, very satirical sounding, just unbelievably uh, ludicrous in some cases. And it's, it is it is getting that way, and it has been that way for a while, where some of these real-life headlines seem like something that uh, came out of someone's imagination. But in reality, really, you can't make some of this stuff up. No, every newspaper is a dream now. So, Rick, you there was something you wanted to share specifically. Yeah, and uh, I have to uh, I have to say that sometimes things are just too good to be true. Uh, I I finished reading this article during the break, and it is actually satire. So I'm not going to further embarrass myself <laughs> by reading. Uh, I thought this a quote attributed to a to a, a DEA agent. I, I thought this uh, token one um, might have been. Uh, I thought I heard about it a couple of months ago. I wasn't sure if uh, actually one came up. But so is that you... the satire one, the Chuck E. Cheese being raided over the game tokens? It is. Oh, okay, it is. But there there was a Chuck E. Cheese story in the news within this last year that was onion esque, where a mother was looking to sue Chuck E. Cheese over the games of chance. She she thought that her kids were playing games of skill and then realized that some of these games rely on chance and she thought that they were gambling. And so she wanted to sue them oh, because geez. she thought that they got her kids to gamble could, her money away. She could make some money. <laughs> what she yeah, that was from May. In San Diego in May. Right, right. So you're familiar yeah. with that case, Rick? Yeah. yeah. I hadn't heard that one. That's hilarious. Such a joke. She, she went into Chuck E. Cheese thinking she was going to make money. <laughs> she thought uh, she thought her children were going to develop gambling addictions. Uh, oh. So they, she wanted them to be sanctioned under California's anti-gambling laws. 
Ludicrous. Well, in the land that bans Happy Meals, I wouldn't be surprised if Thanks, they Rick. Yeah, well, that, that California case. really is the saddest place on earth. <laughs> yeah, it's a good reason to get the hell out of that place. Thanks for the call, Rick. Appreciate hearing from Thanks. you. And uh, move on up to New Hampshire if you love liberty, if you understand what freedom is and you want to get together with other people that love the idea of living free and allowing others to be free as well. Uh, because that whole allowing part, that's the critical aspect of freedom. You have to allow <laughs> others to be free uh, in order for you yourself to uh, to be free. Go to freestateproject.org. Learn more about uh, what we are involved in here. It's the reason the three of us here on the air tonight are here on the air together. We wouldn't know that's you, right. Derek, if it weren't for uh, the Free State Project. And I'm so grateful for the Free State Project because it's been great. I'm grateful to the Free State Project as well. Another great way to check out New Hampshire if you're going to do such thing is the Liberty Forum. It's coming up in yes. um, at the end of end February, twenty third through the twenty sixth. You can find out all 7th? the details at uh, freestateproject.org/libertyforum. Correct. And early uh, early bird sign up is available. Lower prices than if you wait too long, prices are going to go up. So get signed up now. Use our discount code. I believe it is FTL twenty twelve to uh, get, save yourself an extra 10% at the early bird sign-up over at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. And I presume that Free Talk Live will be in attendance uh, at this uh, particular event. I don't think it's going to be in conflict with any other industry events as it was one year. Can't see why uh, we wouldn't be there. I mean, we were there anyway, even if it was in conflict. That's true. We showed up as soon as we could get out of our industry event. We went to, we went to it. I thought, no, you... Oh, that's right. We split up, didn't we? split we? up, yeah. Right. You, you were not there. I was the whole time. Correct. All right. So, uh, and by the way, we've got another industry uh, convention thing coming up here. So you'll continue to get live Free Talk Live, even when both Ian and Mark are out of town. Uh, we're going to be going into uh, Dallas, Texas, where the uh, there's going to be one of those talk radio businessy kind of Ooh. gatherings. So, yeah, so I think we're probably going to have Derek in to, uh, to host and, uh, hey. and Stephanie. and one 450 free Frank is in New York. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Derek, and Mark. Ah, good evening, gentlemen. Frank, good what's evening. on your mind? I'd, I'd tell you about my experience down at the uh, Wall Street protest camp. I would love to hear uh, your experience down there. It was wonderful. I was there sad, Sunday. Well, I've been there actually about uh, six times. And Sunday, the police were very nice. Uh, I saw one retired Anglican bishop from New England down there. Uh, for every young person, there were about one and a half older folks. There were people from the War Resisters League from Vietnam era. Sweet. Uh, there were many uh, Quakers and people I recognized from the Brooklyn uh, uh, monthly meeting. Yep. Uh, it was uh, really a nice. A, a few little babies, and there was a cute little seven-month-old baby with the mommy and the daddy, and the daddy was holding the sign. The baby was in one of those little uh, uh, kind of uh, carriers, so the baby's like on the father's chest looking uh. straight out at the people, and they had a sign, I need a change, too. You know, <laughs> meaning the little baby needed a change, <laughs> which I thought was sort of, it was, it was actually very funny and poetic, and uh, the camp people were very well-maintained, behaved, and uh, they maintained their campsite very nicely. Uh, my concern is this, you know, uh, for 9-11, uh, the uh, commemoration of the 10th anniversary of that, uh, the city had something like, you know, 2,000 porta-potties in lower Manhattan to accommodate the crowds and things. They could at least have acquired, with our taxpayers' money, at least, you know, 200 porta-potties that would have made it much better uh, for the convenience of the people. Because what they're doing is very courageous. And what I found most interesting is the fact that uh, for some reason they didn't hose down 
the camp like they were anticipating Thursday night. They didn't and, shut it down. Uh, that's true. Uh, the, 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 sort of like the, a Tompkins Square riot of uh, August 1988. For those of us that were at that event, which I was, and I did some photojournalism. Of the, now, Frank, the are you riot. saying there are not porta potties on the scene, or just not no, enough? No, I didn't see any. None. In fact, the people uh, are going like to the Starbucks and the different places. Which I is see. Nice so they're just going they're in stores. Interesting. Money. Yeah. You know, they're, they're spending money in an exchange economy, buying donuts and different right, things. Right, because so, a I mean, lot of cities, you can't go and use a toilet correct. without being a customer. So Correct. And what you have to realize, too, is that it's not only the young, courageous college students and sort of the uh, young people that are unemployed through no fault of their own, but through structural uh, changes in our economy. Uh, there were also uh, members from the Fraternal Order of Police Society, the unions, but they weren't from New York. They were actually from outside. Uh, there were some uh, airline uh, you know, pilots and people that have been down several yep. times. There were Teamsters. Uh, you know, it's a real union presence. Uh, some of the teachers' unions, the Federated Teachers' Unions of the United States, the different states were there. And for every one young person, there were about maybe one and a half for two older folks. And uh, as I said, I, I found it, you know, most interesting. They should give the the campers a bit more room. I think the city could have given them, you know, part of the Battery Park area, which would have been nice, and uh, it would have been more. Well, this is an anti-status quo yeah. protest. The city's think, not going to help, right? Do you really but think? You know what? They're right. The, the kids are right, and you know there were eighty of the protests uh, on that Sunday around the country, and. Uh, it's apparently, you know, it's awakening, you know, the consciousness of the nation. And sadly, the New York uh, media really hasn't done a very good job of covering it. Oh, and I got to speak to one of the police officers. I mean, one of the officers, one of the sort of like captains or lieutenants. And I asked about Officer Tony Baloney that I, you know, who sprayed the young mm. college gal that had her hands handcuffed behind her. Uh, you could see that last week or the week before on YouTube. There oh, yeah, yeah. I heard all about that. Derek, you had a question, one. right? Well, yeah, I'm Yeah, my curious. question to the cop was, oh. Oh. can we have an honest inquiry? You know, because it really, no, of course no. me, it was police No, the police don't ever, they, they don't ever convict themselves. Well, now, Derek, you know, a question for Frank, I think. Yeah, what do you say? What do you say? I'm sorry. What he said was this. He said, well, we're looking into it, but what was nice about That's all the, the young cops telling me, you can't talk. You can't go over and talk to the officer. You can't. And I, so I just went over and talked to them. That's and that always the it. answer. We're looking into it. Yeah. That's... You know, and what I said nicely was I'm glad they allowed the camp to stay. And I said, I have to ask, was it Mayor Mike or was it Merrill Lynch that has their office? No, uh, it was whatever the, the group it. is that owns the park. You, the, they decided yeah. to not Frank, make a move. Frank, do you think that the city is really going to provide the protesters with porta potties when the protesters no, are should. spending their time? It should. No, it they're should. fighting the establishment. And I think well, it's nice that these people are going the into private in businesses city. to use their port their that's uh, really great because too. they're building relationships and talking exactly. with each other about Thanks, what's Frank. going on. Appreciate and it, man. Eight five five four fifty three. You can bring up what you want, whether it's an occupy uh, observation like that or whatever's on your mind. Take control of the airwaves. It's Free Talk Live. All around the world, people are achieving success and making their dreams come true. You can be one of them. Whether it's wealth, happiness, business, or relationships, the only thing keeping you from achieving your goals is the desire to be successful and the know-how to achieve it. At AllSuccessClub.com, you'll find the information you need to succeed from those who've already achieved it. Set your life on the path to success now at AllSuccessClub.com. The 
This is Free Talk Live, the toll-free number for you, 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Listen, you can do it online if you'd like. We've got live streams there, broadband and dial-up versions. Plus, you'll also get details on the 100-plus radio stations that we're on across the country, the satellite radio channels like XM Satellite Radio, and our free-to-air channel, the webcam and listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Plenty of different ways to uh, to get Free Talk Live into your ears, and many of them uh, cost nothing. So go to listen.freetalklive.com. Ruger has some exciting new offerings for this model year. The LC9 is a new, slightly larger cousin to the very popular LCP. It's compact, has numerous safety features, a three-dot sight system, and Ruger always has and always will mean rugged. The Ruger LC9, the next handgun you must own. Made in America, made for you, Ruger.com. Check out Crossbreed Holsters, a great way to hold your Ruger um, LC9, Ruger.com. So we're going to continue here. And uh, we had mentioned the uh, the term fetish. We had a conversation, I think it was in the last hour, the last segment of uh, the second hour, about, uh, Mark, you had suggested that homosexuality was a fetish. And I said, I've got to disagree with Something, that. It's uh, a, but I want to know, because I'm just sitting here unsure. What, what am and I? And you are now? the gay am guy. Yeah. Derek so, said something about, well, you know, I'm just into the normal stuff. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, that's normal for, for being <laughs> being homosexual is a normal thing. It's just, uh, you know, because it happens naturally. People, uh, do, do you believe this? Yeah, it is normal, but it's not the norm. C- correct. Could, yeah. it's, not the, it's not the standard, uh, but it is a natural. It's a completely natural thing. Maybe that's a better, better yeah, term for I'm it. With you on that, there's normal and average kind of have these kind of uh, you know the, the they I exist. hate the term normal. I, I I think it is almost meaningless because no one's really normal. I mean, what does it even really mean to be normal? <laughs> right, but it's not average. You could at least say that. But I I don't know if like so is a fetish something that arises unnaturally? Is that something that's conditioned? Well, give, give me the definition here. Right, What's, gays can have fetishes, and straight people can have fetishes, and uh, so the the definition here there's several a few of them from dictionary.com. Uh, number one, an object regarded with awe as being the embodiment or habitation of a potent spirit, or as having magical potency. That's wow. not the one we're looking for. No. Number two, <laughs> any object, idea, etc., eliciting unre- unquestioning reverence, respect, or devotion, like to make a fetish of high grades. Not the one we're looking for. Uh, three, any object or non-genital part of the body that causes a habitual erotic response or fixation. Why non-genital? Because someone can have like some really beautiful lips, and you could find that erotic. I would say that um, you're talking That's about not a fetish. You know, people having fetishes and for feet or shoes or you know things like that. Is that a non-genital part of the body? Is that That's it? what it says here? But I always thought that uh, fetish was a little wider. Yeah, you could yeah, like have I... a lampshade fetish, right? But also, aren't you guys with me that like lips or hair or something like? That's non-genital, that, or, or just someone's biceps. That could be really sexy. I don't, that's what they're saying here. Not, that would be a fetish. Uh, but I don't that's know. That's absurd. It's not a, being attractive and being sexual are two different things. Like you know, it's one thing to be attracted to uh, a woman's hair. It's another thing entirely to, to be turned on by to, it. To, to yep. want to you know copulate with it. Uh, okay. Well, better definition here. A little further down the page from the medical dictionary. This is the Merriam-Webster medical dictionary. 
Uh, it is an object or bottle, uh, bodily part whose real or fantasized presence is psychologically necessary for sexual gratification, oh. and that is an object of fixation to the extent that it may interfere with complete sexual expression. So wow. it's, it's almost a requirement for, uh, for sexual gratification by that, uh, that definition. And that's my wow. understanding of, uh, of – that, that was what, what, what my understanding of a fetish was. So it has nothing to do with your sexual orientation. Yeah. It could be a lampshade, as Mark But it out. also, and correct me if I'm wrong in my interpretation of this here, but it also seems to indicate to me that someone could have a fetish and be unaware of it until it's included in, in their sex life, because then they'll know that they're really satisfied about it, right? I wonder so, about that. Yeah, so there there could be fetishes out there that people have that they don't even know until it's included in their sex act, right? I, I, because that, that it, it would question. have to be necessary for full gratification. Well, what is full gratification? Everything's relative. Until you've tried everything, how could you really know? Hmm. That I, I would have to defer to some sort of uh, sexpert. Maybe if you know uh, that if you it's know for Stephanie sure. In. Right. One eight five five four fifty free is the number here. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Because you would, I would think that you know to counteract what you're saying, I would think that in order for something to be a fetish, like you couldn't be born with a fetish for whips. Uh, that would have to come about some way. It would have to to manif- Or could you? Could no, you be I born think as you a, could. As like I think a you really masochist. Could. Or a sadist? I don't, I don't know. I tend to think that these things are... Uh, a product they, of environment. Yeah, environmental as opposed to... Yeah, but there's no evidence that fetishes are conditioned. You, I you think could... there is. I mean, if you if you li- ever listen to Loveline... Uh, yeah. Have you ever heard that so, show? Okay. So in the, on that show, and it's been a while since I've heard it, but when I was growing up, I heard plenty of it. Uh, it was on a rock station in Tampa Bay, and so I heard a lot of it. And uh, it was interesting how Dr. Drew was always able to identify... Like when somebody would call with uh, the fetish of wanting to be hit, for instance, that it was daddy who was beating them when they were growing up or their parents were, were, were hitting them. You could almost tell to yeah, the year. But that's, but what? I, I Literally, the guy would guess. Oh, let's see. What, did he start hitting you at about seven or eight? He would guess by their voice or something he like that, He would really right? do it at the age, the age of the voice of the person. It was incredible. That is incredible. Yeah, like a I woman don't know would, if he was just a mystic or what. Well, I, well, I think, think it had something to do. Like His belief was that, uh, that at whatever age it happened, that the person would somehow get stuck uh, at that age psychologically wow. to some extent. To some yeah. extent. So, so like a... a, a a woman who is in her 20s might be talking like a child in certain ways, and he would pick up on that and be able to uh, to guess when their abuse happened to them. My goodness. And, I'd be terrified to speak with this man. And that's why... <laughs> <laughs> and then that's why they're into uh, to, you know whips and chains or, or whatever it is that they're, they're into. And now, wow. some people will say that's not the case for them. They will say, well, I was never beaten as a, as a child, and I'm into these things. So it's, I don't think it's a foolproof thing, but I still have to wonder... You know, are people born wanting to be, you know, abused during sex? Is that somehow a natural thing in any way, shape, or form? I wouldn't think not. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't have an answer. I don't think it's shocking to say that I've had fetishes in the past and I have fetishes now, but I was never abused or anything. There's, there's, you know. Well, no, not all fetishes. I'm not suggesting that all fetishes come from abuse. Okay. It sounded like they were from, like, conditioning, though, is what I'm But that's what I'm suggesting, that it came out of something, that there may be something that you can trace it back to. For instance, I'll give you another example. There's a young man who sent me a a little bit of a story about his 
sexual preferences and how he believes that they came about. And at one point, he had uh, gotten into magic, uh, like, you know, card tricks and things like that. Right. Uh, and he was into Houdini and escaping from handcuffs. And, oh, okay. And so, so that kind of follows. So I he think. got... Uh, like some sort of Houdini kit or you know, magic kits that kids get. And one time he decided he was going to like handcuff himself while his parents weren't home. And he did this with the intention kids of being, try able this at to, home. Right, uh, d- being able to escape from the handcuffs. And while he was attempting to escape from the handcuffs, he, uh, his crotch rubbed up against you know, the carpet or something like that. And you know, he kind of got his first erotic stimulations oh, out, wow. of, out of this experience. And ever since then, ever since then, he's really been into being tied up and restrained that is so uh, amazing during sex and it's it's progressed over time like so you wow, know like parents now, watch your kids <laughs> you can't, can't always but just, oh, it's interesting to, tra- to trace this stuff back to see well where did this really where did this that come from fascinating so uh 1-855-450 free that's 855-450-3733 i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it i just think it's fact like you said no of course not if that's who you are it's very interesting more coming up you take control free talk live are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. Live, you are invited to take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind at one eight five five four fifty free. That's eight five five four five zero three seven three three. And of course, you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free. And if you enjoy this program, become an amplifier. For as little as $3 per month, we'll take that money in and reinvest it into Free Talk Live, getting on more radio stations around the country and bringing more Internet listeners on board as well, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. So go to amp.freetalklive.com and you'll get access to perks as well, like the amp-only call-in lines, uh, forum, and more. Get the details, get signed up with any major credit card or PayPal at amp.freetalklive.com. And the phone lines here are brought to you by SACL CAI. SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable for your business. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. They do it in a way that is uh, new and different. They respect your customers. SACL CAI, the principal over there, Jason Osborne, is a big supporter of Liberty, big supporter of Free Talk Live. Check out their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top on the right-hand side of the page. So, in other news uh, here this evening, Derek, you've got a story about the space Woo-hoo! world, which has been getting pretty exciting over the last decade. Uh, with the you know the X Prize kind of really kicked off a lot of the uh, the public news about some of the developments that have been happening in private space travel, and I, as I recall, it had something to do with NASA 
chilling out to some extent about right. allowing private uh, space development to happen. And of course, when the marketplace is allowed to work, then some neat things do tend to occur. Exactly. It's a huge win for private enterprise. NASA's winding down their space program. They're, uh, they are they just winding their, it down? Yeah, they just sent their last shuttle to the International Space Station in are, July. Are they no longer going to be sh- doing shuttle missions? That's my understanding, is they have no more intentions of going to shuttles, the International Space Station. Shuttles are gone. Station. The shuttle fleet is, is closed shop. I know, but they weren't going to build another one? There like is no one? shuttle to build, no. I mean, why, what, they're, they're looking at what they can do in the future, but this Interesting. point... Interesting. Yeah. yeah, so now that... That's sort of winded down, and th- I think the uh, the public is hungry for some space news. Yeah, let's let get the professionals excited. do it, please. Yeah. What's, what's going on out there? Well, uh, Mr. Uh, Richard Branson, uh, who's a famous the billionaire. billionaire from... The playboy, Richard Branson. He, Yeah, you know, he looks like he does have a good time, because he started this party off by, like, carabining down... Uh, one of his space station, um, like airport. It's an airport, but it's a spaceport. Hmm. And he he carabined down while holding a bottle of champagne, opened it, and started guzzling while he's <laughs> nice. like barefoot and just flying down the side of a building. It's I just think he uh, has has some flair. Yeah, it's to be admired. Um, and a lot of money. <laughs> he's got flair and a lot of money. So we should all be so lucky. He. Um, is already selling tickets for the flights um, that are, go for $200,000. And these person. flights will be going where? Um, are these well, the low-orbit ones? Yeah, I I think these are just kind of like tours that mm-hmm. you like go up into space, fly around a little bit, and then come back to the, his one station. But he's talking about in uh, years to come, could be the very near future, uh, taking one-hour flights from Los Angeles to London. And I think wow. that's huge. I mean, so there's... Wow. Can you imagine how that'll uh, change the air travel? That's going to change everything. Yeah. People are going to be able to do business like that. I don't know. Um, so the there was the Concorde, uh, the plane that was supersonic, and yeah. it would go a lot faster than a lot of other uh, planes out there. But it didn't make but it, people huh? didn't take it. They just didn't want to pay the extra for the money. They said, well, you know, I can get from, uh, I can get from Paris to Los Angeles in either... Nine hours, or I can do it in five hours. Well, the problem is going to be the fuel, right? I mean, the, that's going and to be the, the noise issue. with the Concorde, but uh, Concorde. But, but in in this case, I mean, it probably takes a lot more energy to take a space travel than it would to to. I'm just guessing. I don't know for sure, but uh, presuming it takes more energy to to do space travel because you have to go up so high, uh, that you know that maybe it would be more affordable still to take an airplane. But once energy becomes you know more affordable with different uh, alternatives available, maybe the uh, space travel will become more competitive. Well, I think he did it really smart by starting out charging a, a like a really high cost for one of these flights and it's really for just space tourism to yeah. start yeah, and the they're only junkies. running once a week and it's for rich people to basically pour some money into his project and say, "Oh yeah, you you did something and I can use this and it's fun and I can brag about it to my friends." Meanwhile, the funds that they're giving him are going to make the next flights even cheaper for the regular public. So he's planning on having these roll out two flights a day. And I, I think right. that is going to be more usable for It's got to start people. somewhere in the same way that all of the new technology is always prohibitively expensive in the very beginning. And the early adopters always get the worst of the worst as far as, you know, generation one of the plasma television set or the LCD but television it's great, set. It's great at the time. 
it is great. It's very impressive at the time, but ultimately it sh- it pales in comparison to what sure. comes out five years down the line. Absolutely. So before you know it, you're going to have these space shuttles at every major airport, and uh, you know you'll be able to take off in an alternative way. You'll still get the regular flights where you have the you know you have to stop off in Atlanta before you can go to New York, and then you can finally make it to to uh, to London. But but what does it normally take to get from L.A. to London? Uh, how much time does it does a trip like that take? I would imagine it's a good solid day of your time. Uh, and th- if this can cut that down to an hour, some people are going to say, well, that's well worth paying three times as much because if it can get down that, that quickly you know, within the next 10 years, uh, that uh, a lot of people will choose that shorter journey because it won't have the, you know, the jet lag that, uh, that people would normally uh, yeah. experience. Sometimes I it's a life or death situation. Flights. Sometimes you need an operation and you, they won't There's do it in too. your country. So or you need or grandma's dying in London and exactly. you need to go visit her. You don't have 10 hours for that flight. You only have one. I mean, so you're is- going to pay that extra thousand percent, whatever it is, you're going to get there. This is the next best thing to having a teleporter. It yeah. really is. It's let's, huge. Let's go to you and your thoughts. You can bring up what you want. Uh, Howard is on the line listening to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hey, Howard. Hey, guys. How y'all doing tonight? Hey, Super. great. Thinking about that, that, the Owlaki, uh young man getting killed, you know, and he's talking about, you know, some guy with a joystick, you know, doing their thing. But there's always a CIA... CIA operative telling them, you know, to push the button. You know, those little guys that are flying those joysticks, they're, they're not the ones in control. There's well, yeah, they're in control. They, they're in control well, because I mean, they chose to take orders from somebody. They could choose to not. Well, I agree there. I, I'm, but I'm just saying, there's always a, a master of puppets. Oh, of course. And, they're, follow- you know, they're just following orders, but they're still fully responsible for the actions that they take. Agreed. Agreed. But what I'm getting at is that you know, if you look down the road and you see this young man, you know, he gets killed because they can't kill Alalaki. You know, uh, he's either a double agent or a triple agent. He's working both sides. And they can't kill him. You know, they're trying, but they, they he's one step ahead of them. So they kill his son. And then when a retaliation attack takes place here in the United States, well, of course, it was Alalaki in retaliation for his son's death. Well, he may not have had anything to do with it, and it's just another step going toward the war on terror and keeping us in a state of fear that allows the government to... So let me see if I'm understanding you here, because it sounds like maybe you misunderstood the original story, or maybe I'm just completely mis, uh, misunderstanding what you're saying. You're saying that had they killed uh, Al-Waki's son, uh, Al-Waki's son, prior to killing Al-Waki, that it may have been his son's death in that case that inspired him to do terrorism? No, no, I'm just saying it's an excuse for the U.S. government to do a false flag attack on, say, like, the Sears Towers, per se. Oh, and they'll and say it's Al Lockheed's retaliation? Certainly. I Certainly. see what you're saying. That's okay. Right. But, of course, the, in the story, they were both killed at the same time by the same missile, in, at least in this particular case. But, but people may want to avenge. No, he, he's not dead. Who's not dead? They, they, uh, Al Alaki himself. Oh, they really? Already released it. No, he is not dead. That's the claim. So, is this like a conspiracy yeah, well, theory? It's, or? it's not. No, yeah, it's not accurate. Um, he's not dead. Where did you hear this? Um, Alex Jones. Okay, well, it's it's interesting. I mean, I don't know what's what's true and what's not. I don't, I don't necessarily believe the government when they when they say something's true. So maybe it may be true. Yeah, they come out on several different. Uh, news media, I believe, but if you if you do a Google search on it, you'll find it. 
Peace out, Dave. Thanks, Thanks, Howard. Appreciate hearing from you at 1-855-453. Plus, the government has killed many of these terrorists more than once. Mm, So I wouldn't be surprised. 1-855-453. You can take control of the airwaves in the remaining moments, which are up next. Free Talk Live. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. Wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Learn more about Bitcoins at weusecoins.org. That's weusecoins.org. anything in these remaining moments still plenty of time for you and your thoughts at 1-855-453 don't get in tonight that's no big deal we do this live seven nights a week and uh, 1-855-450-3733 joining you tonight it's ian and derek J and mark we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com get interactive there enjoy all the features and enjoy it all for free because those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their sites and we do it on the house let's go to the phones and the fun talk to william listening in georgia also to xm satellite radios america's talk hey william william in georgia yes you are on the air sir go ahead uh, I was just the guy called in talking to you about Ron Paul a while ago, and wanted to talk about the Republicans and the Democrats and those in between, the twenty percent in between, the uneducated. Okay. Uh, I think that twenty percent what uh got a lot of them voted in to the House, so they can stop a lot of this that's going on now. I'm a little confused. So I think what he's referring to is my statement that 40% of the population will always vote Republican, 40% will always vote Democrat, uh, and that 20% in between make the decisions. And some of those people in that 20% are completely uneducated rubes that will vote for any reason at all. But some of them are people that truly research the issues. Um, well, some of the people in the 40% are uneducated rubes That as much well. is true, but it doesn't really matter because they're in the 40% and so they're static. Um, uh, so the ones that matter are the sort of the ones in, in the middle. But I don't know how many in the middle are the educated folks that are canceling out the votes of the uneducated folks in the middle. I frankly don't know. Well, let's also well, remember... I mean, you have your Republicans and your Democrats are nothing but a bunch of Bilderbergs anyway, so it doesn't matter who you really vote in. They're going to get what they want anyway. Isn't it less than 50% uh, of the way, population you know, that votes anyway? Bilderberg, if they called herself a Democrat or a Republican, it's still a Bilderberg. Well, the, you, you, when you say Paul Bilderberg, you have group. to understand most people may not be familiar with this. Uh, it is a meeting of certain elites that gather on a, a yearly basis and talk about how they're going to control the world. Uh, and, and I think that uh, I think it's more accurate to say Democrats that uh, Republicans are. and Democrats are two sides of the same big government coin. I don't know if all of them are, you know, Bilderbergers. I think you really have to be the upper echelon of the elite to, uh, to get well, up there. If you do your investigating yourself, you'd find out the majority of your Republicans and Democrats are. I'll take your word for it. Thanks, William. Appreciate the call tonight. 855-450-FREE. What were you saying, Derek? No, I I just thought that he should remember that less than 50% of the people in this 
in the country vote or you know in i know some presidential has some rules elections that, but there have been more than 50% of the population vote in some presidential elections in but the in the US in the US okay. and so it does but it's still what your statement still holds true it really um, speaks to how uninvolved people are that the average person listening to the show right now cannot name for me their representative and one of their two senators from their state right i I'm, thought you were giving people too much credit saying that 40% of them will vote Republican every time because I'm like, no, they're not I even going to get out of their them. couch. Well, I meant 40% of the, the electorate, I guess right. is what yeah, I really mean. But yes. I mean, th- how few is that? It, it's amazing. Mark, I probably can't name the so called representative. Uh, you know, they, they, they come and they right, go. But you're not someone who is interested in voting and changing the outcomes of, of like, who are who Yeah, the I mean, I don't consider them my representative, so yeah. I, don't, I don't even care who they are. Well, right. from my standpoint, I don't, you know, I, I don't look at national elections as being particularly effective when um, when you're looking at, uh, you know, these, you, you basically have a choice between two colostomy bags, right? Which, <laughs> and, and you're deciding which colostomy bag is more full and which one's been sitting out in the sun longer uh-huh. and all these disgusting things about these Politicians. Would you prefer crabs or anal warts? Right, you know. Oh, so I mean, I I, I, can, I can name them, but it, you know, it doesn't matter on a nationally syndicated show. Which uh, you know, who's what the senators are? Is it or, Paul? Somebody? Um, there's uh, a really care. Go let's go on here to uh, <laughs> let's go to Kelvin in Colorado on the amp lines. Hello, Kelvin. Hello. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey there. What's on your mind? Hey, I was just uh, thinking about these uh, the uh, Occupy Wall. Wall Street and occupy all the rest of the, the places, mm-hmm. and and I come across on the uh, FPL website uh, information about uh, this thing called micro broadcasting, and I was thinking that since uh, these people are dissatisfied but generally uh, don't know what to do about it, uh, if uh, it might be worthwhile to put uh, some micro power. They're transmitting the uh, Liberty Radio Network. I think that's a very, uh, very fine idea. In fact, you can go to LRN.FM, which is the Liberty Radio Network website, and there's a page there about how to broadcast the signal. Uh, and there's a couple, few different ways you can do it. Some it will cost you a few hundred bucks. If you really want to throw down some money, you can spend a little bit more. Uh, but you can set up one of these micro stations, a little five watt transmitter, which will be far more than sufficient to cover any of the areas that these folks are, uh, you know, in which these folks are protesting. And then you could just get on the ground with some flyers and some signage and promote that people can li- could listen to it. Yeah, promote the, the the radio station that's set up for them. Right. And I can tell you that they're going to listen if you say that I've got the occupation. Occupy network here for you, you know, and you set it up and you, you know, put them, give them the uh, the, the the message and the uh, let them know it's for them. They'll Ho- listen. Hopefully, it'll change the way they do that awful chanting where they just repeat a message down the line and oh, they the can save some thing? some time by just broadcasting the message and holding a. Well, a the radio. human mic thing is it, the radio station is not going to solve that problem. But what the human mic thing that they're doing is to get around the whatever ordinances there might be in certain cities like New York City where you can't have amplified sound without a permit. So because you can't have amplified sound without a permit and you're dealing with people that may not want to make a stand on that issue, they may not want to get arrested on that, they've come up with this creative way around um, making something louder without actually having an electronic uh, you know, amplification going on. So Wouldn't essentially that's the idea is you say something, the crowd repeats it. It's supposed to make it so it's you know, easy for people around to hear it. Okay, so I understand they can't do that everywhere, but someone who has set up a little micro radio station could be the broadcaster speaker, right? He could 
But it presumes Since everybody they, would have a radio in the okay, first place right. uh, on yeah, which guess, they could listen to that. I guess they don't all They have, have cheap little uh, you know radios that you can have made up uh, with whatever printed on them. They're ver- really, right, really yeah. cheap. I, I but, thought radios are like a dollar now. So I thought – No doubt. Thought no doubt. Can, I'm just trying to think of like I've been to these general assemblies where they've done this microphone thing. And, and it's annoying, let me tell you. But and it's slow and it's yeah it's, it's very ponderous and I think not it's, everyone gets their voice in. It's incredibly inefficient, but that's the other thing about it. If somebody else speaks during one of these things, that's supposed to be repeated as well. So it would become very difficult for someone with a transmitter to be passing a microphone around to. It would be a real it would be a okay. real difficult thing to I'll have implement. to wait for a new solution yeah. to these annoying <laughs> but, microphones. But I think it's a fine idea to you know to have a radio station that these folks at the Occupy protest absolutely. Could and uh, so thanks for that, Kelvin. Anything else you want to share? Uh, yeah, actually, I've been, uh, since I've become addicted to Free Talk Live, I've been going back through some of the archives, and I came across one uh, from about three months ago where uh, some of you guys came across a, an undercover uh, cop uh, situation where you suspected it was some sort of a uh, prohibited substance deal, and you uh you know, exposed the guy as, hey, that's, you know, that's a cop, that's a cop, and uh, and, it, and it foiled the whole thing. And I'm wondering what the repercussions of that were. Maybe you were charged with uh, obstructing a police officer in his duties or, you know, nope. something like that, or if you just... No one's been charged with anything. Wasn't uh, that awesome? It was pretty awesome. If you if you didn't see it, you can go to uh, freekeen.com and type in Charles Newton into the search box, and then it will come up. You scroll down a little bit, and you'll find the uh, the video where we busted an undercover cop as he was trying to make a felony bust for... Uh, to Basically, he was trying to catch a kid that was going to sell him an oxycodone, a, a prescription pill. Just one pill. It was a $20 deal. And uh, so if you want to check that out, it's all over there at freekeen.com. And uh, thanks for the call tonight, Calvin. Appreciate hearing from you. one 855 Zach, listening in our hometown of Sarasota, Florida. Zach, you're on Free Talk Live. How you doing? Hey, yeah, Zach. Hey. I was uh, just uh, watching the GOP debate, and uh, this time I actually let Ron Paul get in uh, a good amount of time. Really? And lay his platform on uh, the Empire. Which, which network and, is it on tonight? It was on CNN, hosted by Anderson Cooper. Okay. Oh, the Cartoon News uh, Network. <laughs> it was actually pretty good. On uh, he got to lay out his platform on uh, we, like how we don't have to be in South Korea or Japan. You could save a lot of money just by not being in these places and yep. just cutting foreign aid as well. It makes you wonder and, how uh, anybody could argue this point. Do we really need to still be in Germany seventy years later? I mean, Japan, <laughs> North Korea. Uh, re- any- what? Who? Uh. Where? But uh, at the at the end, the question was, uh, who could win against President Obama? And this is the question that comes up all the time. And I always answer, who else appeals to liberals and conservatives both? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got a larger base. Who else out Bravo. there is getting liberals to convert to Republicans to vote for him in the primary? Great well, point, Zach. That. He's a blue Republican. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. We are out of time for this evening, but we'll be back tomorrow. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. And now it's time for the Leadership Radio Minute with tips and advice on how to maximize your own leadership potential. Here's international leadership expert and New York Times best-selling author, John C. Maxwell. Good character makes trust possible. Trust makes strong relationships possible. Strong relationships make teamwork possible. As you recruit people to your team, 
Look for character. A friend of mine likes to say, good people are found, not changed. He also told me he came across a slogan from a company stating, we don't teach people to be nice, we simply hire nice people. That's not just a clever shortcut, it's also good leadership. If you hire people expecting to change a person's character, you're liable to be very disappointed. So when you're recruiting, don't just look for good talent, look for good character too. For the Leadership Radio Minute, I'm John C. Maxwell. For more information on how to maximize your own leadership potential, please visit johnmaxwell.com. True leadership isn't a matter of having a certain job or title. In fact, being chosen for a position is only the first of the five levels every effective leader achieves. In his new book, The Five Levels of Leadership, leadership expert and New York Times bestselling author John C. Maxwell helps you to become more than the boss people follow only because they're required to. He gives advice on how to grow further, achieve results, and build a team that produces. The Five Levels of Leadership, the newest book from John C. Maxwell, is available wherever books are sold.